that he's God, your breasts are beautiful. She don't want it. She's in the movies. She makes CDs that are groovy. She has got to thank her booty. For the back that I got I'm just, I'm just Jenny with the butt You have a little But I have a lot Everywhere I go People look at my big one I benefit in the pants that I got I'm just, I'm just Jenny with the butt When it comes to booty No, I have a lot No matter what I do I'm known for my big one There ain't one thing that I lack Got Ben Affleck Loves my crack I got back I shake my butt And the amount's rolling It's real I thought I told you My rump's Bigger than Oprah, my boutique. It ain't phony, it's so roomy, it could house a family. I'm so glad for the back that I got. I'm just, I'm just Jenny with the butt. You have a little, but I have a lot. Everywhere I go, people look up a big one. I benefit in the pants that I got. I'm just, I'm just Jenny with the butt. When it comes to booty, no, I have a lot. No matter what I do, I'm known for my big one. That's what Geldy said. He's known for his big one. It's 902 at 560 WQM. Happy Tuesday to you. 1,189 votes on the poll yesterday, which shocks the hell out of me. You want to know why? Because I would have thought that anybody who doesn't like the Bee Gees would have just, you know, bye-bye. Huh? Would have thought. Wouldn't you thunk that? 1,189 votes. We asked, what's your take on the Bee Gees following the death of Morris Gibb? Maurice? Morris? Mo. Mo. See, there you go again. You can't control yourself, can you? You just can't stop, you relentless little spick. Stop what? 1,192 votes, like I said. They're still coming in. What's your take on the Bee Gees? Great, one of the best groups ever. 425, or 405. 34% said, love them. Okay, I like some of their music. 363, 30.4%. Pretty uh, magnanimous by this audience, you know, generally this uh, hard-bitten audience. That looks for the opening for the opportunity to bah, to vent their anger and hostility. But uh, the uh, uh, good 199 said they're pretty good. So you put those three categories together and it's like overwhelming. The BG suck, however, 183, 15.3 percent said the BG suck, even following the death of Morris Gibb, which I think is heartless and cruel and typically South Florida. And who are the BGs? 42 people, 3.5 percent of the clueless crowd said, "Who be the BGs?" And they don't know. I get the heebie-jeebies just thinking about people like that. Got some bad news for you, by the way. Some terrifying news. Give you a warning on this. Open up this press release in the mail this morning. Guess who's going to be singing the national anthem at the Heat Pacers NBA game at the American Airlines Mickey uh, Arison uh, uh, Alex Pinga Pequena Arena, Monday, January 27th. Got plenty of time. It's a good warning. It's a week from next Monday. Anita Bryant. Worse. Now, I need to take that back. The singing attorney, Richard Friedman, our close personal friend with the awful hairpiece. His hairpiece is even worse than Moe's. Can you believe that? I know that's getting carried away. Worse than the Moe-Meister. Yeah, but how's his singing? Worse. Oh. <laughs> Richard Friedman, Miami practicing attorney, popularly... Remember, don't you remember the call on the... Uh, every year, every time there's one of those things on a ballot about transit. This is the Metro Rail guy, our good close personal friend, Dick Friedman. How you doing, Dick? Good attorney, good local civic activist, bad singer. Do you know that he's got three albums? <laughs> Currently, Mr. Friedman's producing his third music album consisting of Broadway's greatest show tunes scheduled for release in the fall 2003. 
Mr. Friedman's music albums, and I use the term music loosely, All My Love, Greatest Love Songs of the 20th Century, and For Love of Country, are distributed by TheOrchard.com, New York, New York, blah, 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 and available on the Internet. You don't want them. And I'm looking at the pictures of Dick on the uh, cover of the albums. Under one, All My Love, he looks angry. He's got an angry, like, uh, like yeah, like that. Like, how we, I told you about that Metro Rail, bah, like that. And his hairpiece is, like, way off to one side. And the other one is showing him singing the national anthem at, uh, I don't know where, at some stadium. Maybe pro player, because it's like a packed stadium. I think it's a superimposed job, you know. So good luck to you, Dick. Nice hearing from you every now and then. Don't call us, though, please. We'll wait till the next transit election. Here's today's poll, which is a logical segue to yesterday. Now, I faxed it to Eric, but I have a feeling it may be a little incomplete, that maybe the audience will have some others. Get on your thinking caps. Now, see, you made a comment about Peter Townsend, or was that uh, Petey Lenny that made the comment? Must have been Pete, because we didn't discuss it. No. See, I'm not, uh, I'm not one of those who jumps to conclusions. And since he claims that he turned the uh, information over to police ahead of time and told them that he was researching this uh, autobiographical thing about his being abused as a child... I'm a little bit reluctant to, like, jump on a bandwagon until we find out what the hell was really going on. Because how could anybody be that stupid? You know what I'm saying? I mean, realize right. there are a lot of stupid people and a lot of these rock artists who have, you know, done too many drugs. Like some of the people around here. But we'll, so we'll reserve judgment on good old Pete Townsend. Who? Who's your favorite all-time favorite dead recording artist we're asking today? And, of course, Elvis. Do you think Elvis? Elvis ain't that big in our crowd. Not at all. No. Elvis Claus, maybe, but... They're kind of hostile toward Elvis. Every time we do a poll that involves Elvis, it's kind of like, <laughs> to him. Janis Joplin, John Lennon, George Harrison, Roy Orbison, Roy the Boy, Roy the... Oh! Jim Morrison, although I do like his cafeteria a lot. Jimi Hendrix, Morris Gibb. Now, see, I'm putting Morris Gibb on there because he just died over the weekend, but I have a feeling, since he was a member of a group... Right. I mean, Jim Morrison was a member of a group. Well, uh, most of these people are members of a group, but, I mean, he was like one of several. Correct. Uh, Morris Gibb. Marvin Gaye, which I'm sure you won't vote for since you don't like Marvin Gaye. I do like Marvin Gaye. No, you don't. What? Yeah, Anything do. that's gay, yes, you're I like, do. run away from it. Gay. Okay. See? And Jim Croce. Out of sight, out of mind. He probably right. won't get too many votes either, but he, and I wish I would have brought in my Jim Croce album, the best of. Bad, bad Leroy Brown. Sure. Operator. 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 Jim Croce was great. No problems with Jim. But, you know. Right, yeah. I think it's a narrow... Well, well he wasn't so around he, that he long because he died. What right. did he die from? Uh, I'm not sure. Something. Something not good. Plane wreck or something? No, I don't think so. Oh, and speaking of plane wreck, look, at there's um, Buddy Holly. What's wrong with me? Oh, Sorry, man. Eric. The big bopper. Eric. 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 Oh, Eric's the guy that don't like you. Buddy Holly. That's Put that on there, Eric. Buddy Holly, please. Well, the Big Bopper doesn't belong on there. Are you crazy? Your favorite recording artist is the Big Bopper and Chantilly Lace. That was the only song he ever recorded, I think, that anybody remembers. Plane Crash, Jim Croce. Oh, so sorry, Jim. And you know who else? In this crowd, I don't know, we got a lot of John uh, Denver's out there. No, no. John Denver. He died in a Richie plane Valens crash. died in the same plane, plane crash with Buddy Holly and the Big Bopper. Yeah. Does he belong on there, Richie Valens? No. La Bamba. I, I, it didn't do anything for me. La Bamba. Yeah, I, I think the timing is good, huh? La Bamba. I hope that W is listening. La Bamba, does that ring any bells with you, W, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. So there you go. So uh, Buddy Holly is uh, added to our list. Jim Croce died in a plane crash. I'll be damned. What a shame. Oh, yeah. How can, I mean, I don't want to take requests in here. 
Somebody, uh, yeah, go ahead. But Frank Sinatra, who, you know, we agree on that one, too. Uh, okay, Frank Sinatra. Eric, I uh, hope you're listening. Hope you're not busy with those uh, breakfast burritos. Well, it's already after 9 o'clock. He gets a 5 o'clock start with those. Right about now, he's thinking about brunch. So we added Buddy Holly and Frank Sinatra to that short list that I gave you. And I'm sure that our audience, look at their phones, are ringing off the hook. they got lots of others. How about Dean Martin? No. Perry, Sammy Davis, Jr. Perry Como? No. How about Trini Lopez? If I had a hammer, is he alive? I hope not. No, that's bad. See, you shouldn't have said that. Remember Trini Lopez? No. Lemon Tree. He did the uh, oh, Peter Paul Mary oh, song. Yeah. But he jazzed him up a little bit, you know, with like a Latino beat. I see. You don't never heard of Trini Lopez? Oh, no, I've heard of Trini Lopez, but, you know. I don't know I if he's dead or alive. I'll have to look in that I could have connected him with the songs. And already the audience has informed us about Jim Croce down in a plane crash, which we're very sorry to hear that, but nevertheless, I guess it didn't make any difference. You follow what I'm saying? Right. He's still dead. Nine minutes after nine at 560 WQAM. we got the Mad Dog at one today. Hank is doing a show at the Miami Heat. Gee, I hope Richard Friedman's not over there rehearsing for the National Anthem. Especially during the middle of Hank's show. That'll be the end of that. 7 o'clock, we got the big, oh! who's doing his show from the Senior Bowl, which I'd be very honest also, I never heard of the Senior Bowl until today. Carlos filled me in. He said it's all the kids who aren't good enough to play in the All-Star, uh, the East-West game, the North-South, the Shriners, uh, whatever, Herb Shriner. Uh, the big O doing his show 7 to 10 at the Senior Bowl. Eddie K from GA 10 to 2, and overnight it's Joe and Mark. Kick off the new year with something good for you and your health and your back. I'm doing the wrong spot. Can you believe that? We'll switch them. No, we're not going to switch them. We're not going to dial a mattress right now. Dial a mattress ain't ready yet. They're working on it. They're building it. I'm supposed to be doing D-Lights right now. You know what? You know why I'm probably not doing it. I know exactly why. Is because P.D. Lenny was in here before, and I got a brain fart from just seeing him. Anyway, it is the New Year, like I just said moments ago, and during the holidays, a lot of you folks got really fat. You porked up big time, just like uh, Eric. Well, if you want to lose that weight and live up to your New Year's resolution, here's a store that can help you do it, D-Lights of West Boca. A sensational store, a mega store for the Atkins dieters or any low-carb, sugar-free diet. The place to shop. And the reason being that they don't carry any fattening crap. Everything they have in the store is either sugar-free or low-carb or carb-free. So there's good reason for you to join the thousands of people who travel to Delights with over 600 delicious low-carb food products. Like their new low-carb crunchy granola by Flaxomil in two scrumptious flavors with only one or two carbs per serving. So whether it's Carbolite ice cream, breads, chips, muffins, cheesecakes, pasta, and sauces, Delights of West Boca is the place to shop, and you can try anything in the store. Try it before you buy it. Just pop it in your puss. They have a knowledgeable staff open every day, seven days a week, 10 to 10, to carry the most complete line of Atkins brand products known to man. It's always 25% off, too, every day, all day. By now, you've heard the reports about Atkins getting more popular every minute because people realize that it works in spite of a lot of the other stuff that they've tried. So if you're on the Atkins or low-carb diets, this is the store you're going to love, the number one low-carb, sugar-free store in the world, Delights of West Boca, and you'll find them on the northeast corner of Glades and 441, right next to Boston Market. Or call 1-877-LOW-CARB or find them on the web if you like at lowcarb.com. This is Sports Radio 560, QAM. I just got Back in the day when someone done us wrong, we didn't take their crap. In Pearl Harbor, when the Japs dropped their bombs, we bombed them back. And now the Saudis, they hit us hard, and on our cars our little flags wave. As that Saudi loving retard points the bombers the wrong way. <laughs> 
And I'm embarrassed to be an American Where they follow bulls like sheep The United States of arrogance Led by Bush and his family Green, they got this country up Handling towards the darkest days in our history I don't want to be a Pax American In the goddamn USA What's a few thousand innocent lives? Stop living in the past. If you want that SUV to drive, you're gonna need more gas. It's the greatest country in the world. They train us to believe. And anyone who says that, obviously, can't afford to leave. And I'm embarrassed to be an American where we patriotically wave a flag in one hand with our head in the sand and blindly follow the powers that be apathetic. Up, washing state front news on a 65-inch screen. Scratch your balls and fire, everything's okay. In the goddamn USA. Don't bless America. Y'all come back now, you hear? 916 at 560 WQAM. A section of Tampa International Airport was evacuated yesterday after the airport baggage screening system detected a mouse trap in a piece of luggage. A mouse trap. Oh, my God. The airport's ticketing area was evacuated for about 45 minutes, but the Tampa Police Bomb Squad found no explosives in the bag. It did retrieve a mouse trap from inside a coffee can, said Chris Radigan, a spokesman for the TWA, T Transportation Security Administration. When you looked at the monitor, it had all these wires and looked very, very suspicious, she said. Airport spokeswoman Brenda Geo-Gagay-Hagan said the bags owner was talking with the police airport and TSA officials. The owner has not been charged, she said. She said a few planes from about five airlines had 20 to 30-minute delays but didn't have an exact number. Mousetrap. First of all, why would you carry a mousetrap in your luggage? Maybe you need it where you're going. See Christine Aguilera. Huh? What's wrong with that? Got to carry a build a better mousetrap. So we've also had some more additions to our survey. Although I notice, like George says, nobody's on the phone now because they all eight million people called in shouting names out. That's not the way we do it on this show. It'd be nice to have a little verbal intercourse with some of you who have some ideas about some of these people, as opposed to just calling up like a hit and run artist. Like what was the one that I didn't put down? Well, there's several I'm not putting down. The ones I am putting down, Buddy Holly, Frank Sinatra, Freddie Mercury, another queen, Jerry Garcia, and Rick Nelson. How could we have forgotten sure. Rick Nelson? Love Rick Nelson. Love Ozzy and Harriet. They're both dead. Boy, a lot of dead people, you know. Man. And more every day. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T. And Verizon Wireless Line, some really great news. It's Tuesday. It's the 14th of January, which means Smallville tonight, new episode. Now, is it really a two-hour special thing, or is it? did somebody just make that up? Oh, no, I don't know. I'll check. Well, let's check that out. When in doubt, let's check it out. Come on. A two-hour special Smallville. Man, can you imagine? Get out the uh, extra big box of Kleenex. Man, oh, man. So Michael Mayo steals a column right out of the show yesterday. Wow. In today's uh, Sun Sentinel. It's on our website, by the way, or will be momentarily as soon as Carlos gets through a showering and douching in there. Yeah, I go in to take a leak at about 8.25 this morning in the tea room. 
And there's Carlos in there in the sink. His whole body is in the sink. He's got the water running full blast. He's showering in the sink, shaving and douching at the same time. Kind of like an all-in-one deal. I, I mean, find it easier. Maybe they can develop a, a deal like that where you're like a, like a chamber, like a gigantic toilet-like thing. And what you do is you just get in it, and the water, like, it does everything so in there once. Like a shower you brush your teeth, seat. you shower, take right. a dump, and uh, douche all at the same time. I the think sanitation that's sanitation station. Wow. This is WQAM, your sanitation station. Oh! Where we're trying to clean up our act, aren't we? No. No. So Michael Mayo writes, don't tell me their faxes coming in on this stuff, because you ought to see some of the names coming in, like Frank Zappa. Frank Zappa was not. Oh, get out of here. Frank Zappa wasn't a recording artist like uh, in, the, in the sense of recording artist. He was a uh, uh, comedian. He, he'll do well. Oh, no. Virgin Mary seen on picture window in Canada. Oi. Hey, do you see this? I didn't see that. I think that it's an omen, man. I think that uh, the second coming is coming. Oh, let's get rid of that call from Hialeah, okay? Hialeah, hello. Hey. Yeah. yeah, how's it going? Okay. Hey, uh, Jim Croce did Time in a Bottle, too. I right. Believe, I'm not mistaken. And yeah. uh, Karen Carpenter, I think, is one that you got. Oh, Karen Carpenter, excellent choice. Love you. Thank you. Right. See, I told you it'd be a good call from Hiley. They're always great. Karen Carpenter. Eric, I'm sorry about this, but we did, you know, just a, uh, we're not sorry. He missed a whole bunch of names anyway, so we'll just, uh, I'm going to call him during the break. You're going to what? I will call him during the break to catch him up. What do you mean he missed a whole bunch of names? He was off taking names. a dump or something. And taking he missed, like, a dump? Names. I can't imagine Eric doing something disgusting like that. I can imagine Carlos doing that. Which the Virgin what... Mary story is on the site. Okay, well, just just relax a little bit, okay? Just take it easy. <laughs> Slow down a little bit. we got four long, excruciating hours to butcher here today, so just, just take it easy. This isn't exactly like yesterday's show where we can fill in with all that music. Although, although... An appropriate thing to do. It certainly would be appropriate to give uh, some memories, although I don't have any music here. Like all my Doors stuff is up in Toronto. Do we have any Doors music here? No. Might back no. there, back in there, huh? We might have some, uh, like I got compilation discs, greatest hits of this and that. We might have some of them. Something. I'm talking about playing the Doors for four hours today, although. <laughs> oh. I mean, who we got on there, Elvis? We certainly have an Elvis. I saw one disc back there that somebody didn't steal yet. John Lennon, we got every Beatles song that was ever invented, I imagine. George Harrison? Do we have any George Harrison? All yeah, we did back there. Remember after he died, we had uh, that thing back. Of course, I'm not assuming that they're all still here. Roy Orbison must play Roy Orbison today for hours. Jim Morrison, like I said, Jimi Hendrix. We don't have no Jimi Hendrix. We got Purple Haze. I don't know what I got. Got any drugs? Got Judy Garland. Judy Garland would be good. She did a lot of drugs. Had Buddy Holly and a lot of booze. Buddy Holly never did any drugs that we know of. Buddy Holly. He was kind of like clean cut Yahoo. All-American, uh, rednecky, uh, with nasty glasses, and he's dead. Jim Croce, we don't have that here. I got it at home. Maybe tomorrow we'll do that. <laughs> oh, sounds like a plan to me. Frank Sinatra, we certainly don't have. No. No Frank Sinatra music here. Sorry. We got some Frank Sinatra parodies. What do you got there? Not Frank Sinatra. No, B Bing Crosby. Oh, Bing Crosby's <laughs> even better. And he's also dead. Yes. Let's put him on there. Just a joke. <laughs> so here are the names that I added on there, which you shouldn't have to. Buddy Holly. Frank Sinatra, Freddie Mercury, Jerry Garcia, Rick Nelson, and Karen Carpenter. Please, Karen, maybe a little salad would be good. 
Maybe the one that's uh, Gloria won't eat on All in the Family. The one that Archie keeps screaming, how about a little shallad? Come on, Gloria. Boy, is she a pig or what? Sally Struthers. Yeah, I used to like Sally Struthers when she was on that show. And as soon as that show went off the air, I turned to despise her. And that, as soon as the show went off is also when she uh, bl bl blimped up to balloon size. Or ballooned up to blimp size, however you want to look at it. A cow. A lot of fat broads on TV, you know that? Rosie O'Donnell, Roseanne, Oprah, Sally Struthers. Starred Jones on The View. Oh, my God. She's not fat. She's in another category. Fat. Have you seen her shoe commercials for Payless? Well, how she find her shoes? I guarantee you she don't tie no shoes. You notice women don't tie shoes anyway. They don't. Oh, you know what I got to wear now? I went to my podiatrist yesterday. By the way, thanks a lot, Rimmer. You're the best, baby. Rimmer, even though the Panthers are just getting annihilated, we can't pick on Rimmer for that. He ain't playing. Although pretty soon they might sign him up. But uh, his doctors are the best. Went to my podiatrist yesterday. I've got a bone spur. Heel spur. Not a big deal. But, you got to uh, file it? Saw it? got to file it off with a nail file. But uh, so, you know, one of the many things he did. By the way, thanks again, Doc. You're great. One of the many things that he recommended, shoes with high heels. He said he recommended boots. I'm not going to be wearing no cowboy boots. Can you imagine me wearing cowboy boots? <laughs> yeah, Carl said, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh. But I'm thinking like maybe high heels, like pumps. Sure, pumps, right? Pumps right. would be good. See, I mean, cowboy boots, it, it, it clashes with my image. But I'm thinking more like Well, you know, they have pumps. those school marm shoes. They're nice and square-toed. Oh, yeah. With the heels on them. Maybe I can borrow some of those from my mom. Although she's got about a size three foot. I'll just squeeze them on. You know, I'll just get the old shoehorn and shove it in there. Sightings of images of the Virgin Mary on windows and walls in the northern reaches of the Canadian province of Saskatchewan have produced a minor tourism miracle for the remote villages involved. Incredible. Exactly. My thoughts precisely. Since September, mysterious images of Mary, Mother of Christ, have been reported in four villages, three of which are accessible only by airplane. Well, you know, she uh, don't need a plane to get where she's going. Spurring hundreds of people to visit. How do you like that? The Virgin Mary in Saskatchewan. She finds the most bizarre places. Jesus Christ. The latest images appeared yesterday on two homes in Beauville, Saskatchewan, which has fewer than a 1,000 residents. See, she don't want to be like in, in Times Square. She don't want to be like in some place. She wants to go into the uh, boondocks, like in Clearwater on the side of that bank building. The images appear to glow at night and have been captured on video, said Bertha DeRocher, who owns one of the homes. No relation to Leo, I'm sure. DeRocher said she didn't want to tell others about the image on her picture window at first. I told my mom, and she said, oh, you're probably seeing your own shadow, so I thought people wouldn't believe me, DeRocher told Reuters. Since then, more than 300 people have come from hundreds of miles around to view her window. It was just glowing so beautifully I had tears in my eyes, DeRocher said, adding she believes the sightings are some kind of divine message. Maybe they're from... Oh, God. The Roman Catholic Archbishop of the Kiwatin Diocese, home to the four communities, was away on retreat and unavailable to comment. A spokesman at his office said the diocese has not received any official reports of the sightings. Sightings of the images of Christ, Mary, and saints are not uncommon around the world and have been witnessed in media as diverse as glass, water, a burrito, and a Camaro muscle car. Oh, yeah. I would have thought he would have shown up in a Corvette. By the way, Mad Dog, that was my Corvette you were talking about. It's not white, it's silver. Did you know Mad Dog is colorblind? No. He was asking me yesterday, who's the white Corvette is that down there? It's a snappy car. I said, mine is silver. Well, there's a white one down there. There wasn't any white one. It was mine. Huh? He's colorblind. 
Everything he sees has got like either aqua and orange or it's got that Michigan blue. Well, then how can he be the color guy? Possibly the most recent famous Canadian sighting was a Christ-like image on the brick wall of a Tim Hortons donut shop at Brass d'Ore on Canada's Atlantic coast in 1998. Oh, man, I bet you he was there with uh, with Tim getting signatures for Doug McLean. Or is it the other way around? You think? Let's call up what's-her-name in Washington and find out. What the hell was her name, that uh, hockey writer, that broad? Rachel Alexander. Very good. Oh, my God. Oh. Let's hear it for George. She had really large breasts. Rachel Alexander, who had a gigantic pair of hooters, which is why George remembers her very vividly, but wouldn't know a hockey puck if you stuffed a whole bunch of men between her breasts. Rachel Alexander. Bow wow peacow kick. Rachel, bow wow peacow kick. And she, and she got promoted. And what do we got? We got Mike Russo and David J. Neal. Of course she got promoted. Did I mention? Big breasts. Well, that seems to work a lot of places. 27 after 9 at 560 WQM. Snow in Miami. Unbelievable. But Tom Lehman and Joe Prieto are buried. Not necessarily in snow. They're buried in cars. The fact that we sent Hal at Pontiac so many cars, there's no place to park them. Even Tom Lehman had to park cars in his driveway and probably won't bring them back. So they need to place one in yours. Hallett is blowing out all the new vehicles, regardless of profit. That's their, what they're saying now. When in doubt, we're blowing it out, including the Pontiac Vibe, starting at only thirteen thousand nine ninety-eight, and up to five grand off on every GMC Envoy in stock. Plus, get zero percent financing or up to a three thousand dollar rebate. Of course, Hallett's also got, as always, a dependable selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. If credit is a problem for you, if everybody in the uh, town just laughs at you when you come on a lot. Don't worry about that. Just go to Hallett. They won't laugh. They'll take your money. They'll cut you a deal at Hallett Pontiac, no matter how much of a deadbeat you are, even if you know Carlos. It's a winter blizzard emergency clearance sale that's going on right now at Hallett Pontiac GMC, 13401 South Dixie Highway. That's US 1 across from the falls, where they've been doing it right by people for over 35 years. They're open every day, seven days a week. As always, you'll save even more if you tell them you heard about this uh, thing on the Neil Rogers Show. Call the Neil Rogers Neil Deal Hotline at Hallett right now, toll free at one 534 that's one triple eight five three four forty two eleven. Where Hallett Pontiac GMC proudly says, "We be professional grade." Live, live and local. We're Sports Radio five sixty QAM. Hey there, people. I'm Bobby Brown. They say I'm the cutest boy in town. My car is fast. My teeth is shiny. I tell all the girls they can kiss my hiney. Rectum. Here I am at a famous school. I'm dressing sharp and I'm acting cool. I got a cheerleader here wants to help with my paper. Better do all the work and maybe later I'll raise the roll. Oh God, I am the American dream. I do not think I'm too extreme. And I'm a handsome son of a bitch. I'm But you left the dick I guess it's still the thong But now it's you too quick Oh God, I am the American dream But now I smell like Vaseline And I'm a miserable son of a bitch Am I a boy or a lady? I don't know which I wonder, 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 wonder So I went out and bought me a 
leaves your suit. I jingle my change, but I'm still kind of cute. Got a job doing radio promo. And none of the jocks can even tell I'm a homo. Eventually, me and a friend sort of drifted along into S&M. I can take about an hour on the Tower of Power. As long as I get a little golden shower. Oh, God, I am the American dream. With a spindle up my butt till it makes me scream. And I'll do anything to get ahead. I'll lay awake nights saying thank you, Fred. Oh, God, oh, God, I'm so fantastic. Thanks to Freddy, I'm a sexual spastic. And my name is Bobby Brown. Watch me now. And my name is Bobby Brown Watch me now, I'm going down And my name is Bobby Brown Watch me now, I'm going down so here's a fax from Paul who says, Frank Zappa was the most prolific songwriter composer in American music history. Did you know that? I had no idea. Well, that's what Paul says. He has written composed over 400 original songs. He spoke out against bad government, campaigned for prostate cancer research. He conducted voters' registrations at all his concerts and generally spoke his mind through music about the entire human condition. Please add him to your list. Thank you for your consideration. Well, I mean, that's so polite. Thank you for your consideration. How so could we, you refuse? How could we refuse? So not only did we put him on the list, but we also played Bobby Brown. He'd be going down. So the list is growing like crazy. Now, I knew it. Let's see. We've added Buddy Holly. Frank Sinatra. I'm just adding the ones that I uh, had faxed Eric. A lot of votes on there already. John Lennon's got 17. Frank Sinatra's got 17. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix, 16. Elvis, 10. See what I mean about Elvis? Everybody else in single digits. Pulls up, but we're adding to it. It's not done yet. Freddie Mercury. Getting these, Eric? Jerry Garcia. Rick Nelson. He won't do that well, but he should. Well, he's got a lot of competition. Not to slight him. Karen Carpenter. We could play some Carpenters today. What do you no, no. think? And here's some other one. Kurt Cobain. How could we have left him off of there? Huh? Kurt Cobain. A little insane. And a lot of pain. Not no more. And Frank Zappa. We just put him on there. So there's the list that's expanding, even as I sit here on my fat ass. So one out of a hundred here on this fax isn't too bad. It says, I can't believe you left Kurt Cobain off the list. Well, he's on there now. Okay, just calm down. What about the what about the guy from Millie Vanilli who killed himself? The guy from recording <laughs> artists, not lip syncers, recording right. artists. <laughs> and then it says, "What about David Lee Roth? He may not be dead, but his career is." That's cute. That's a whole other category. Okay, so well, like I said, one out of five thousand ain't that bad. Did I finish my story about the Virgin Mary on the picture window in Saskatchewan? I'm not sure I finished that. Yes, I did. Oh yeah, the Tim Horton donut shop. On Canada's Atlantic coast in 1998. She sure gets around that Virgin Mary, you know. It might have to play that momentarily. Old Virgin Mary. And the best part of the whole deal is that there are actually assholes out there who believe this stuff. That's the most frightening part of it, okay? Oh, my goodness, it's the Virgin Mary on the side of our bank building. It's the Virgin Mary on top of a Totino's pizza. It's the Virgin Mary inside of a double burrito supreme with extra beans from Taco Bell. How do you like that? I wonder, and, it, and today is the 14th. We missed it yesterday. Is it only on Friday the 13th or the 13th of every month? We don't hear about it no more, so it must be out of business. 13th of every month, supposedly. That's At Rosa Lopez's house in Hollywood, 
She's got a date every uh, th- every 13th of every month. Lucky 13th. Lucky for Rosa, although I guess not lucky anymore. She used to have all the whole block uh, blocked off with people parking there to come and watch, wait for the Virgin Mary on the 13th of each month. That Rosa Lopez in Hollywood. But I guess she's small potatoes now. Now that Virgin Mary is making the tour up there in Canada. Probably heard that I hang out there every now and then. Probably looking for me. Right here, uh, Mary. Right over here. Bitch. Oh, that was bad. You can't call the Virgin Mary a bitch, can you? I just did. I just did. So Michael Mayo writes, a column totally culled from this show, playing hooky to remember a forgotten voice about Mike Ranieri. Better late than never, Mike. It's about time you wrote something, although it's still a pretty crappy column. Back to the sports page, Mike. You know, tell those people over there at the Sun Sentinel, put me back where I belong. I know a little bit about sports, not too much, but certainly writing these kind of like human interest or whatever this is. I don't know what you call it. Anybody have any idea what we call uh, this column that Mike Mayo writes in the Sun Sentinel every day? Crap. But anyway, well, I guess I better do the break first, then we'll get to that. It's not all that long. It's, uh, Mike deserves it. And he points out exactly what I've been saying about how they only give him like a, just a cursory uh, acknowledgement to his death, and I guess he wasn't no more Morris Gibb, which is what Mike Mayo points out. Isn't that what I just said the other day? Yes. Nice going, Neil. Thank you very much. The check better be in the mail, Mike. Stealing columns off of the show. He does mention me and Hank in there briefly that we were at IOD. That's the only coverage we get on the air in, this, in, in the uh, news media anymore is the fact that, uh, you know, we used to be an IOD. Not that we're here now or anything to do with our shows now or anything about our lives now or anything at all, but just, uh, well, they used to be at IOD back when they were good, back when we liked them. Now they're on QAM, so automatically we despise them. You know what I think they started despising us? I think back in about March of last year. You know what happened here in March of last year? No, what? Well, let me give you a uh, a clue, okay? A short clue to what happened here last... Uh, Yay. Yeah, he came here last March. And that's when the whole world seemed to, like, turn on us. All of us. Even the Mad Dog, I heard a call on his show the other day. Did you hear that guy who called and said, uh, I heard you're going to be going on vacation sometime soon, Mad Dog? He said, no, that was a... And the guy says, well, we're hoping you will because a lot of us out here don't like you. Even the Mad Dog, what's not to like, okay? Just because he went to Michigan... Just because he's a homer, which we like homers, huh? We love the mad dog. And this guy, see, even somebody as innocuous and as just a sports guy, beloved by almost everyone. And this prick out there, oh, well, uh, a lot of us out here hate you like poison and we're hoping you're on vacation permanent. It's this town, man, evil. This is the, if, if the president wants to find evildoers, he doesn't have to go to North Korea or Iraq or Iran or any of those places. All he's got to do is come down here. His brother can give him the guided tour. Show him all these evil doers we got here. In fact, he can come right to this building. We'll show him. We'll point him in the right direction. We know where that studio is. We'll show you an evil doer. Gay. Shut up. Silly old coot. Twenty till ten at five. I like the word coot. coot. Sounds like cooter. Don't don't get carried away. I'll think I called him cute. Not cute. Coot. 20 before 10 at 560 WQM. I better do the right spot. You know, I'm just, I'm having difficulty. I don't know why. Maybe it's because Carlos brought me the log about two minutes till 10, uh, till 9, whatever it was. No, he was okay. He was just busy douching in the tea room in there for so long. He got a late start. Plus, it took him an hour and a half to get here this morning. There was a wreck somewhere, and Muff was bellyaching about it. it. took her, like, forever to get here. I don't want to hear excuses, okay? I want to see, like, you know what I'm saying? We're here on time every day, unlike Marvin the Raw Man. I've got to thank him for that. Thank who? 
Marvin. Yeah, for giving you a good lesson that if you don't show up like on time to do a show that starts at 9 or 10 in the morning, you probably ain't going to be around too long. So well, thank you very much, Marvin the Raw Man. You idiot, you jackass, you turncoat. Thanks for the whammy gig, too, Marvin. Nice job on that. You know, when you shop for quality footwear, there's a great store where they have the best selection in town. They have the best professional service. People really know your feet inside and out, even if they have to put up with the aroma. And they've got the best unbeatable prices, which is why so many people keep going to Brandy's over and over and over again. We're not talking about off-name brand shoes. There's some shoe stores that say, oh, we got shoes for like five bucks. And you walk in there and you see these crappy-looking shoes that nobody ever heard of before the brand names. At Brandy's, they've got the top names in the business like Rockports, Floorsheims, SAS, Sperry's, Timberland, Naturalizer, and lots more for all you men, women, and uh, undecideds out there. Brandy's is open every day of your life. During the week, they're open 9 to 9, Sundays 10 till 5, and you'll find them at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. It's always worth the trip no matter where you are. Stock up on a whole bunch of pair of shoes. Maybe I'll go to Brandy's and get me some boots and pumps. Huh? I'll probably go in there and say, hi, I'm Neil Rogers. They'll say, yeah, pump this, idiot. All this week at Brandy Shoes, it's a great time to buy men's Rockports. Take 20% off and get a free pair of Rockport socks with your purchase. All this week at Brandy's in Pompino Beach. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. My junior, honey. Never washed his hair or seemed to have a care, Cobain. His name was Kurt, now he's pushing up dirt, Cobain. Wiping drool from his chin, doing heroin, Cobain. Yeah. Nirvana was hot, and now it's Kurt, they ain't got Cobain. He got high, said goodbye, then he died, Cobain. Made a million an hour, never took a shower, Cobain. He's a number one hit in heaven's big mosh pit, Cobain. He'll meet Elvis the king and say grunge was my thing, Cobain. Yes. So if you're filled with doubt, don't take Kurt's way out, Cobain. Got high, said goodbye, then he died. Cobain. Here's a fact from Glenn from Iowa, who's usually right on top of things, but Glenn, you're like, uh, dropped the ball this morning, sweetheart. Says, how about Janis Joplin? Janis Joplin was the second name I mentioned on the original list we started with after Elvis. You can't get much higher than that to be, like, right under the king. I don't think Janis would want to be under the king, but nevertheless, not in his present condition. Or hers. Let's just, like, lop them uh, on top of each other. I don't know. They had a lot of In common. fact, it's in Dwight Lauderdale's will. What? Booze and pills. They might have uh, gotten along nicely. Yeah, and a good point. Oh, how could you forget old Bob Marley? Oh, Bob Marley. Let's uh, yeah, put him on there. Should we put him on there? No. Huh? For the beast. Now, see, Carlos said yes. Okay, Bob Marley. Jesus. Well, this is good. We'll have a list of about 500 people. And then, just to show you how uh, these schmucks are out there, you know, you're just looking to find fault. Nitpickers. 
Jumpin' Jeff from Jersey, who's generally a little bit more perspicacious than this, I think there must be something in the air. Maybe it was all those uh, bombs that were testing last night that were disturbing the atmosphere. Yeah, we're having trouble with the simulcasting signals at all the paramutuals last night, and the rumor around uh, the place was at Pompano that uh, the government was conducting uh, tests, bombs, La Bamba getting ready for Iraq. That was just a rumor that somebody there started. I don't want to mention no names, Dick. Anyway, well, there's a lot of dicks at Pompano Park. Nice call Brian Sears again, baby. Man, he is just kicking ass, giving a clinic out there. You guys ought to be taking notes. Oh, man. Unbelievable. Brian Sears is God. We're building a statue, a monument to Brian Sears right in front of the track. Jumpin' Jeff from Jersey says, okay, you mentioned Jerry Garcia, but he's not on the list. Guess what, Jumpin' Jerry from Jersey? You're full of crap. How do you like that? You're full of it. 143 votes. And Jerry Garcia's got one. We just added him on there, okay, Jumpin' Jeff from Jersey. We uh, added him on because the public out there demanded it. The Grateful Dead heads. See, that's another thing I can't understand. And we've been through this before, and they're very, they're very militant. They get very hostile. And, no, oh, that music was great, and we wore our tie-dyed uh, tie, uh, tie domi. Hey, how about those Leafs, huh? They're coming back to Earth just like the Panthers, although not quite as dramatically. Yep, some bad hockey crap going on, I'll tell you that. Let's see. Uh, oh, you're looking at blah, blah, blah. They're, they're, Oh, the rabbi sent this. It makes me feel bad I put it on there. The rabbi, isn't that the one that hates you, is that, or is that a different one? No. Oh, Avi is the one that hates Avi, you. Avi, right. That professional yid. Hey, Avi, Coxel Hoist, baby. Oh, and guess what my new hobby is? Instead of listening to music in the car when I'm driving in? Okay. I am monitoring the morning show. Oh. <laughs> Every day. I, no, I'm not listening to it. I am monitoring I the Mo Show. That's my new hobby, as opposed to, like, listening to music. I just, I just want to put him on notice that I'm monitoring him this morning. I started, and I will continue every moment that I'm in the car between 6 and 9 a.m. I will be monitoring that show very, very carefully, okay? I'm listening with, like, open ears and other body parts. How do you like that, huh? It's time to get it on. So Michael Mayo writes this morning, and again, you're uh, welcome for all the material that you wrote. Stole it right from this show and my lips. Playing hooky to remember a forgotten voice. Look at Muff, how uh, psychotic she looks today, huh? Man, you got a new schedule or something? Or a memo? Or a CD? What's that? <laughs> Thank you so much. You're the best. You really are. I know they don't say that around a building, but I say it. He's the one guy we can always depend on for a smile, a chuckle, even on adverse times. Like when we're listening to Monitoring Mo. Look at what we got here from my close personal friend, Muff Lindsay. As he slides it into the machine, sticks his finger over there on the uh, play button, and it goes like, like that. All right. Oh, oh. He won't get as many votes as he should, but I'm going to tell you, Jim Croce was, uh, as they say, the bomb. Little south side of Chicago. It's a better town. And if you go down there, you better just be well. Well, what do you like better, Bobby Brown or Leroy Brown? Oh, no contest. Or Fudge Brown. This is the Dolphins. Brown Brown. Yay. Oh, George. 
want. We don't want to play the whole thing, do we? Maybe a little later. Maybe when we play a medley of all the dead people's greatest hits. When you come right down to it, I don't want to say that the dead recording artists are better than the ones who are still alive, but when you really think of it and you look at this list, huh? When you look at this list, for example, who do we have to rival Roy Orbison, George Harrison, and John Lennon, and Jim Croce, and Jim Morrison, and Jimi Hendrix, and Freddie Mercury, huh? And all the other queens. See what I'm saying? Oh, I know. Who have we got to rival them? Name me one today. Puff Daddy. Paul, uh, Paul Simon. Paul Simon, there you He's go. He's still alive. Exactly. Let's hear it for Paul Simon. Oy. Good Jewish boy. And Paul McCartney. Who's still looking for uh, Julio down by the schoolyard. He's right over here next door. No, he is the schoolyard, our Julio. He's big <laughs> enough to be the whole schoolyard. Paul McCartney, I don't know. You put him in the same category with John Lennon and George Harrison just because he was a Beatle? That's like saying that Ringo Starr's still he alive. He actually wrote a lot of the I'm not talking about ro recording artists. Same not, thing. No, they, they no, no, yeah. no, no, no chance. Recording artists they both means did it together. I no, understand. No, and we're not. We're not saying who, the Beatles. We're not saying who is the best musician, which would include writing. And he by the way, Guy Gross writes all of that band of stuff. It. He made many more records than John Lennon after the Beatles. So what? alone and with wings. Oh, and so many That's of them. So bubblegummy. Oh, I, I mean, oh, yeah, but live and let die. Don't bring up say 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 while I'm. Really oh, say say say, say. Wasn't that Michael Jackson inspired him to do that? They, they, they? Yes. Oh. And if you're like the big bad Leroy Brown, wait until you hear... Oh. Good golly, Miss Molly. I loved Jim Croce. He was one of my all-time favorites. I used to play him on the radio back in the good old days when I was a, like, you know, a disc jerky. Well, I used to listen to it on the radio. WSPB in Sarasota. It's eight minutes till ten, and here's Jim Croce, an operator. Operator. Could you help me place this Here's Karen and uh, Ken Carpenter. Who's Ken Carpenter? See the number on the matchbook is old and faded. I want to say dick again. They get very nervous. You say dick too many times. Living in L.A. With my best oh, old don't ex friend, Ray. Who the hell was Ray, buddy? Gosh, you said you knew well Probably Ray Manzarek. Remember Ray Manzarek? Sure. That pseudo-intellectual asshole from the Bay in fact, I saw a piece on, uh, maybe it was on the Biography Channel. They were doing a Jim Morrison thing. And they had the thing about uh, down here when he got... He never exposed himself here, by the way. He never actually whipped it out. He threatened to, and the cops still busted him, Jim Morrison. Because they heard that it was so big, it would have been like a runaway alligator or something. But anyway, so Ray Manzarek is telling the whole story. What a sued he is. Remember we had that clip from him back in IOD yeah. I used to play? But well, it could be any clip. He he's an asshole. Him. Yeah, a real, a real pontificating, uh, self-aggrandizing. So there's a little Jim Croce for you. Now let's see, who else can we have uh, <laughs> fork on in there, huh? How about some Queen? How about some Freddie Mercury? I got some of the computer, I think. Duff said he knows some Queen. How about Roy Orbison? That's what we want. Isn't it a shame that we have to like put him uh, to the test? And, well, why don't we have this? And once upon a time we did. I got plenty of Roy Orbison do. up in Toronto and my studio's up there. I may have to go up there and play music. If you scour some of those things, there might be some Roy Orbison in there. Some of those uh, 60s discs that you have back there buried. You mean like Only the Lonely? Something like that. We sure don't have... You got it. Oh, I love that song. Remember, do you remember yeah, my great accomplishment at IOD was I got the uh, people... Was it the coast at that you time? Got I got the people to play You Got It. I got Disney to convince them to play it, to put it on the playlist. How about that? Yeah. That's the only time I've ever had any influence on the music on other station, you know, FM, in the building, anywhere. They actually, I remember the day he came in, oh, they're playing Roy Orbison now, just to pacify me, you know. 
And then he went back and puked in the wastebasket again. Nice going, Disney. No, seriously, I mean, Roy Orbison, another one, underrated. Roy the boy. Phenomenal. That's my opinion. I'm Mike Disney. Get out of here, loser. By the way, nice job there on that uh, coast, whatever the hell that thing is now. What is it? It's neither fish nor fowl. We don't even know what the hell that's. And, of course, party radio, well, <laughs> people all over town are saying they've heard those four records enough now. They're, they're switching. They're going to Power 96 just to spite your ass. What, what are you uh, whipping in there now? George is whipping I something in the I think I might machine. have a Roy Orbison song. Oh, okay. oh, that'll do it for me. That'll put me in a bunch of better mood. I just don't know which one. Don't forget, Tuesday at Smallville tonight, did we find out if it's a two-hour episode or not yet? Well, oh, what no, are you no, waiting for? Get Carlos on the computer there. Get on uh, Warner WB and get that schedule for tonight. Inquiring minds out there want to know we got at least four or five people in this audience who see Smallville. Not just sitting around looking because there's some good-looking people on there, because it's a great show with great storylines and exciting, and because they like those people naked. In fact, I think tonight's the night that Clark uh, whips it out. That's what I'm hearing. Now, what? so what are you going to uh, play? Oh, I'm looking. Oh, you're still looking for it? That's what I hear Clark is doing, too. He's still looking for it. 31 votes for John Lennon. Oh, thank God Frank Sinatra ain't winning. He's got 23, though, which really disturbs the crap out of me. Couldn't sing his way out of a paper bag, Frank Sinatra. I, 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 nobody can ever dispute the fact he didn't sing a song. He talked the song. New York, New York. He, he talked the song. He never sang. Never sang one note in his life. And he used to search for the note. He did. He searched for the note. He would start, like, New York, you know, searching for it. Like, oh, I'm close. It's up here. Jimmy Hendrix, 19. Jim Morrison, 15. Elvis, only 14. This is not an Elvis crowd, which is probably pretty good, because if it was an Elvis crowd, it would be like a bunch of old farts. And even an old fart like me didn't vote for Elvis. Who did I vote for? Who the hell did I? Oh, I voted for Jim Morrison. Freddie Mercury's got 12. A lot of Queen fans out there. Jim Croce's got ten. Don't let me forget after the break. I also haven't read Mike Mayo's column yet, which I will. I'll get to it. I'll get to it, Mike. Just relax out there, okay? So, yes, it's only a one-hour episode tonight. At 9 o'clock on the WB. Who, yes. I think it was the listener that made that up. Somebody that was hoping he'd get two hours of it. Don't worry, pal. You'd have been worn out by about 40 after the hour anyway, so don't worry. We don't need two hours. Freddie Mercury with 12. Marvin Gaye's only got 10. That's a shame. Roy Orbison with 8. Frank Zappa's got 8. Morris Gibb has got 6. Well, thank God for Morris getting 6. Just a little recognition here. Uh, even though we don't believe it. Karen Carpenter, 5. Jerry Garcia's got 4. For jumping Jeff from Jersey there. There you go. That should pacify you. George Harrison, three. That pisses me off. Shouldn't George Harrison have more than three votes? Sure. George Harrison was great. Certainly much better than Paul McCartney, in spite of what you're saying. See, Carlos Cigar. There's no contest there. You're saying that Paul McCartney's better than George Harrison? Paul McCartney created more, that, so that, much that, more music. You know what? Than... So did the Grateful Dead. No, no. Great music. You don't even let me finish oh. the sentence. More good songs than any of the other ones. Created. All due See, there you go again. Created. As Ronald Reagan said, there you go again. He had more hits than the other two put together. So that made him the best uh, recording artist. How many hits did uh, Frank Zappa have? Um, half a one. So? So that made him a bad recording artist? He on See, what well, well, we didn't ask who was the most commercial recording artist of all time. Oh, thank God. Yeah? How about Perry Como? Paul wrote Find a wheel, and it songs. goes round and round. 
That's just like the other. We two got that Perry also. Como here somewhere, by the way, thanks to Boca Brian. It's in the DCS. In fact, I bet you Muff is in there now. They did the Jim Croce. He's probably working on some Perry Como right now. Some Perry Homo Como. Nine fifty-seven at five sixty WQAM. Hey, the holidays are over. It's time to quit the stuff in your face and lose some weight, Perry. Perry's losing some weight fast. He's fading away like into dust. Get off your lazy ass and call our good friends at Balance for Life. We finally got the definitive word from Troy Stratford, who says the beast is back on Balance for Life, and thank goodness for that, because we're saving that young man's life. He lost 60 pounds on it. In fact, he's still losing. He's getting his food every day, and you'll get the food, too, once you sign up. A little black sack that's like magic, because instead of counting calories, counting carbohydrates, shopping and trying to figure out in the supermarket what you can eat and what you can't, they do all that work for you. It's all based on the... Zone Diet Principles, which is very effective by Dr. Barry Sears, and they figure it all out for you, like I said. You pick from two choices for each meal every day that you're on the program, and by 6 in the morning, they deliver your little black sack right to your door, to your home or to your work if you work early, wherever you happen to be. And in your black sack, three gourmet, delicious, fresh, great meals with the best ingredients, all kinds of good stuff, and two delicious snacks in there right to your door along with a little bottle of uh, water as well. So if you want to lose that weight fast, this is the way to do it safely and deliciously, and trust me, you won't go hungry because in that sack is plenty of food to keep you satisfied all day long. So pick up the phone. Make your New Year's resolution a reality this year like the Beast is going to do with Balance for Life, the smart way to lose the weight. Call 954-568-3229. 954-568-3229. Or check them out on their website if you like at balanceforlife.com. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Beware of exploding balls. Once in a lifetime, a man comes along whose life story is so meaningful it can only be captured in poetic song. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. It's Jerry Springer, the opera, where high art meets the lowest common denominator. Hello, I'm Jerry Springer. Today's show is called My Mom Dresses Like a Truck Stop Hooker. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Jerry Springer, the opera, drama, pageantry, wonder, and swearing. There's something I must tell you. I'm cheating on you with your stepmother. You mother I'll rip your heart out. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Jerry Springer, the opera. The stage spectacle that ain't over till the fat lady gets hit over the head with a folding chair. You think you all that, but you ain't. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. The world's sleaziest talk show host is in the house. The Opera House. Jerry Springer, The Opera. 1003 at 560 WQM. Happy Tuesday to you. Here's a fact that says Mick Jagger. I didn't know he was dead. He's not. Mick Jagger, look at that. Maybe they're getting ready. Maybe they just saw him in concert that last time. They figure it must be getting pretty close. Here's another one that says, through cause she'll hang up the phone. If you're too risky, through the sexual with me. Tiny Tim, it says. No. No. Even they say no. Beth from Hallandale says, I can't get to a computer to vote right now, but just get in there and vote for Ricky Nelson 50 times, she says. Beth. Don't you think I would have Rick Nelson's greatest hits in that rack back there? You should. Don't. Okay. Oh, it's around here somewhere, but you got such a mess that you made over here. No, you made a mess by cleaning things up. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, seriously, I know where everything is, and then when I go away for a period of time, like for 10 or 11 months, and then I come back and I find that you've moved it all, like my mother. 
I well, she comes in into my house and rearranges it, and I come back and I can't even find the dog, you know. She just rearranges stuff. Here's a fax that says, oh, this is W. Ellen Del Rey, in Beyond Chronic. He says, a few dead artists. How about Harry Chapin's Cats in the Cradle and Taxi? Did we ever put Harry Chapin on there? Ah, we don't want to put him on there, do we? Whatever. Let's put him care. on. Let's put him on there. It'll give uh, Eric something to do. He's he's because I heard um, Mo say this morning while I was monitoring that it's uh, really kind of like a dead Tuesday. Everything's very very slow. Better get used to it, Mo, because now that football's over for certain uh, teams, like most of the state of Florida, except the Bucks. Uh, it's going to be like that way for months to come, I have a feeling. It's going to be a slow Tuesday and a slow Wednesday and a slow Thursday. It's getting mighty slow. So Harry Chapin's on there, too, Eric. Uh, how about Sid Vicious? Uh, Sid Vicious and Tupac and Biggie and Aaliyah, Left Eye, or oh, Left Eye Lopez, and Donny Hathaway. Donny Hathaway is dead? Who? Donny Hathaway. Don't you remember he did a song with, uh, who did he do that song with? I remember Jane Hathaway. No, no, Donny Hathaway and, uh, oh, was it Dionne Warwick? Not Dionne Warwick. Who did he do? A, he had a hit with uh, somebody. I could look in the book, but that would be cheating. Donny, you you wouldn't know. Carlos is like, oh, uh, he don't even know Left Eye Lopez from Hector Lopez. Roberta Fly. Thank you very much, Muff. I'll tell you, now, now he's got the glasses on. You see that? He's got the spectacles on. Now he's really getting into this heavy duty, really serious. <laughs> Roberta Flack and Donnie Hathaway. Where is the love? I think that was the name of the song. Where is the love? You don't remember that? You don't remember where is the love? I can't oh, yeah. believe it. What is wrong really? with you, man? That was Donnie Hathaway? Yeah, he's dead. Or at least so it says here. Can you play Jim Croce's Don't Mess With Jim? I could play that if I had a whole CD here. I mean, Robert downloaded that. Thank you, Robert. You're okay. In spite of what I heard Mo say about you this morning when I was monitoring. Also, it says I read that Art Bell retired. Yes. They, now they got some guy in there talking about ghosts. I'm coming back from the track last night. And Eddie K was doing his gambling thing. So I punched over to IOD and they had... Who is that guy? They play ghost music in the back. George Norrie. Oh. And they play this spooky music in the back. Oops. And... uh Marvin Gaye's beautiful daughter, Nona, Nana, Nona, Nana, will appear in Matrix 2 Reloaded in the role intended for the late Aaliyah. Well, at least there's some justice there, Marvin Gaye's daughter. Marvin couldn't make it. He's busy. He's busy with the Virgin Mary on the side of that building. So we're building a great list here. Well, that's not it. I already took that out of there. That's on there. Shouldn't he be on there? Oh, I found something, though, by the way. A candy-colored clown they call the Sandman. That's right, the boy. Tiptoes to my room every night. You didn't like this song? Just no. Oh, I liked it a lot. No. I mean, you can play a little of it. Go to sleep, but everything is all right. It's right, the boy, ladies and gentlemen. I close my eyes. One of his uh, lesser songs. And I drift away. Well, I ain't no crying. We gotta get uh, what was that? Oh, you got it. Which was like very late in his career, very late. Was. But he still looked the same. I'll tell you, kill it, will you? That's uh, that's so depressing. It's even more. I mean, at least the reason we played all the depressing BG stuff yesterday is because Morris just died over the weekend, so we were able to tolerate some of the earlier BGs, the real pre-disco depressing days. But that's really morbid. But Roy the Boy, you'd have to agree, was one of the strangest, not just ugliest, he was ugly, but one of the strangest looking dudes who ever recorded a song. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. That'd be a good poll to take some time. The strangest uh, recording artist, huh? How about Love is Strange by Mickey and Sylvia? Who? I know. How about Strange Brew by 
Strange Brew cream. by Cream. Very good. Very, very good. How about Eric Clapton? He's not dead yet. But we're working on it. His kid is. Close that window. Too late. Too late, Eric. Remember that day that we lost touch with the audience? Right. You lost touch with the audience. We lost touch with the audience. So here's the list so far. How's the poll coming? A lot of votes. John Lennon, 41. Muff said he voted for uh, John Lennon. Took the easy way out. Frank Sinatra, 29. Jim Morrison, 26. Now we're talking. Oh, yeah. Greatest voice in history, next to Luis Miguel. Louis Miguel. Hey, if we can call Morris more, uh, Mo, we can call uh, Luis Lou. Lou. How you, Lou? How you do, Lou? Let's see. Uh, just change again. John Lennon, 41. Sinatra, 30. All you old farts. You silly people. John, uh, Jimi Hendrix, 26. Jim Morrison, 26. Elvis, 18. Yeah, that's that's about where he is in our crowd. This is not a big Elvis crowd, so remind me again on the 80, uh, 80th anniversary of his death. Remind me, don't play no Elvis stuff because it alienates. Okay. Uh, I mean, the BG stuff yesterday, they tolerated well. They took it. They took it with good in good spirit. I mean, like if Elvis dies again, we could like have an all Elvis. Well, they don't thing. beat us over the head with the Bee Gees. Plus, like I probably have chased chased a lot of the Elvis people away by chastising the men out there who've been uh, schlepping to Graceland. Remember that one show? That was a oh, long yeah. time ago. But I, I was in shock. I said, all you guys that have gone to Graceland, your wives and girlfriends must have dragged you there. You couldn't possibly have gone. Oh no, you're wrong, Neil. In fact, we liked it so much, we're going back. <laughs> I think I think next to playing golf. The surest sign of having no life is going to Graceland to see the king. But what is... Uh, I don't know. Even his mama, before they stuck her in a uh, box for her long dirt nap, even mommy said, boy, what a bunch of lifeless assholes. They probably wish they had slept with Elvis till he was 21 like I did. Anyway, Frank Zappa's gotten... I missed that. skipped over here. Elvis, 18. Jim Croce, 15. Thanks again, Muff and uh, Robert. Because he'd never have 15 if we hadn't played the, a couple of clips there. Bad, Bad Leroy Brown, I bet you, is one of the most popular songs in this town. You know what? It's a good old boy song. I love it. Freddie Mercury, 14. Frank Zappa, 13. Roy Orbison, 13. There you go, George. Just in time for a... He'll probably go down and lose some now after you play that. Marvin Gaye, 12. I don't see any Beach Boys getting any votes on here. Marvin Gaye's got 12. I don't see uh, Dennis or uh, Carl Wilson getting any to debunk your theory. Karen Carpenter with eight. I think we're playing all Carpenters all day. Morris Gibbs, six. Jerry Garcia, five. George uh, Harrison, Janis Joplin, and Kurt Cobain each have four. Buddy Holly and Rick Nelson have a pair. And Harry Chapin's on there, but he don't have any. Harry don't have any. Harry Reams has got more votes than Harry Chapin. Ten minutes after ten at 560 WQAM on a great Tuesday, man. You can smell it. Can't you smell it? We're monitoring you, uh, Mo. Just remember that. Hey, guys, the new year is here. If your new year's resolution is a high-paying computer career, now is the time to do something about it. Fast Train is holding a free uh, career seminar this evening, and it's Kendall, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and Pembroke Pines locations. Let me say it again. Tonight, it's a free seminar. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN to reserve your seat. You've heard us talk about Fast Train for a hell of a long time. Now go to one of these seminars tonight and find out what it's really all about and how you can get out of your dead-end job and make some big bucks. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN to make 2003 the year that you're in a high-paying computer job. If you're overworked, underpaid, or in a real sucky job, this could be the most important 15 minutes of your life. Fast Train can have you certified and ready for your dream job in just four short months. Call Fast Train, 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. They've got convenient day, evening, and weekend classes for you. 
Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN to reserve your seat for tonight. For directions, just check them out on the web if you like at FastTrain.com and be there tonight. Live and local, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. Eating nuts. Thought you heard all there was to hear by the Beatles or about the Beatles? Have you listened to so many Beatles tunes lately that you're ready to puke? Well, hold on to your lunch, because there's much, much more when you order Beatles rap. That's right, all the Beatles songs known to man in one complete volume. Sung by the rap stars of today. Here, Ice Cube, do the classic I Wanna Hold Your Hand. I Wanna Hold Your Hand and Slap Your Motherfucking Hand. Bobby Brown, Ice T, Coolio, or LL Cool J doing the unforgettable ballad Hey Jude. Hey Jude. Shut your Man. They're all here on Beatles Rap. Order today, we'll even throw in Yoko Ono's own arrangement of yesterday. Yeah! Call now, 1-800-WRAP-ME-UP. Right, call now, 1-800-WRAP-ME-UP. 1015 at 560 WQM. Somebody says Leonard Skinner's Ronnie Van Zant. What do you think? No? No. So Mug was doing so well until he mentioned the song. He, he voted for John Lennon, and then he said, And I just got physically ill. See, they all get cords. I beg your pardon? John Lennon, Paul McCartney, all these people did a corny tune. Or but, I mean, the ballad of John and Yokel, I mean, she just makes my skin crawl. She's just obnoxious. Yeah. Untalented. Right. Idiotic. Silly. Grotesque. Right. But other than that, she's pretty good. What did he say? Christ. I can't believe it. He said that? Jesus Christ. Well, I'll tell you who else said that and got away with it was Phil Simms on a broadcast on Sunday. Phil Simms was talking about uh, plays, repetitive plays, and they're saying, oh, Christ, you're going to have us run out again? Something like that. On the National Network on CBS, Phil Simms. See, he can get away with it because he's a jock. What was Muff saying? That uh, it's got a good beat. You can dance to it. I give it a four. You can dance to the ballad of John and Yoko? So like the melody. Oh, I see. <laughs> hey, I never know when he's serious or not because he took the glasses off again. So I don't know. I mean, of all the Beatles songs to say, I mean, here I've got the number one hits right. album. Oh, so many. And like to pick that. We don't want to play Beatles. We played enough Beatles already. I'm sick of it. i got Beatles crawling out of my ass. I think there's something you can take for that. No, oh, let's call the bug man. He's good. Oh, we never mentioned that on the air, given no, the plug. No, we never did. This man, even though he's a little peculiar, Steve, alternative, is that alternative? Alternative termite. ATM, management. alternative term, uh, termite management. These people are spectacular, and George and I both, both had him come to our homes, and he, and they don't spray with that nasty, harmful stuff. They put, the, he puts that little stuff up in the corners they of the... They use borax, they use all these alternative, uh, methods. Man. I haven't had one ant in that house since the Not day that he walked out. Since the final ones went up right. in a corner and met their maker, you know, Marvin Maker from Monticello Raceway. No there you go, Dick. No seals. A little Marvin Maker action from Monticello. He's no uh, Brian Sears, but we can't all be. We aspire to be Brian Sears, but we can't all be Brian Sears. Here's uh, this chronic jump in Jersey, a jackass. Says, are we going to leave off James Belushi, uh, the great voice from the Blues Brothers? Yes. He says, oh, I mean Jim Belushi. Yes. So we're leaving them both off. Just a joke. Just a joke, okay? Relax. It's better than Frank Sinatra. I'd rather hear John Belushi singing now than Frank Sinatra. Boy, if John, if, oh, yeah, here, oh, you know, we are, we screwed up bad. But that's okay. It's a four-hour show. We can add a lot more before we get out of here. It'll keep Eric busy. Every moment that we do another name on there, it keeps Eric from eating another sandwich. 
He's got those finger sandwiches, you know, like Rutger Hauer enjoyed. Well, they, you can eat a lot more of them real fast, the small ones. Bobby Darren. Of course. Mac the Knife. Everybody loves Mac the Knife. Although he had much better songs than Mac the Knife. Like Dream Lover. That was a great song. I wish the hell I had that here now. Don't have it. What other Bobby Duran songs did we love? I could reach back there and get my book, but that's not as much fun. That's like is cheating. It is it called Beneath the Sea? Somewhere, Somewhere Beneath, beneath the, the Sea. sea. Yeah. I don't like that. It's hokey. How can you compare that with Dream Lover? That was one oh, of I was just naming them off. I didn't say that it was as good. Yeah, you did. Just like you said you liked Ballad of Yokel and Schmeckel. We're monitoring Mo, by the way. That's our new hobby. Friday the book comes out. We're just we're just treading water here until the book comes out on Friday. And then, oh, then all crap breaks loose. Here's a call from Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay. Uh, on, Sundays, they, on Sundays, they like to uh, replay that that um, Smallville. Yeah. And At five, 5 o'clock, I think. Yeah, usually it's a repeat, but this weekend my wife told me it was uh, uh, that two-hour special. No. And did she tape it? No. No, there was no two-hour special. Yeah, there was. There was last Sunday. week. Last week what? The tornado. Oh, yeah, but that's but that's still an old episode. Don't 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 panic, pal. It was an old episode. Kick your wife out. Dump the bitch right now. So anyway, this. Where did I do with that list? Thank you, whoever faxed this in. One of our I see it's one of our regular faxers. Thank you so much, Bobby Darren. Sam Cook. Okay. Somewhere beyond the sea. Is he beyond correcting you now? Yes. Man, you got him worked up into a frenzy in here. Sam Cook. Out of sight, out of mind. You send me, Sam Cook. Right to the motel and Sam, look out. Poor Sam Cook. I was reading the story about uh, what the hell happened there. Was he trying to break up a fight or something? That motel he was in a hotel with a uh, motel with a hooker or something. I don't know. He's dead. And here's a good one who won't get a lot of votes, but I'm gonna tell you from now. Remember we did the groups thing, the American groups? Yeah. And how propitious that I had just fired off around there Terry Kath from Chicago, who was playing Russian roulette with a fully loaded gun. And Oh, it don't work too good, Terry. Well, it wasn't fully loaded, but it was luck, luck, luck just ran out. See, most people don't know Terry Kath. Should I put him on there or not? From Chicago. They know uh, Peter. He Sat- doesn't deserve it, but, no, you know, he won't do well on this list. They know Peter Satira because... He has uh, a wife, you know. And a whole bunch of kids because he acts so faggy, Peter Satira. Wouldn't you have bet a lot of money that he was like... A lot. I'd have lost my ass. Well, yeah. he's not. Well, I mean, I, we don't know. Eddie Cochran. Now, was Eddie Cochran sitting in the balcony or was that Johnny Cochran? Or Wayne Cochran? Eddie Co- I don't know who the hell Eddie Cochran. There's so many Cochrans. There's Johnny Cochran. George Harrison. George Harrison's on there and John Lennon. We got those two on there, okay? Jesus. Good golly. Patsy Klein. I go to pieces over Patsy Klein. What was her other, what was her really big hit, Patsy Klein? Come on, what is, you know, you're about as much help as a dead man. Well, this is before my time. Patsy Klein. I'm gonna get the book. Probably before I was born. No, it was not, not, not before you were born. Patsy Klein. Well, you never worked on a Schmidt kicking station. That's your problem, did you? No, that's not true. I sure did. Well, how come you don't know? Oh, Crazy. There you go. I Fall to Pieces and Crazy. That was her biggest hit. It was uh, reached number nine. Oh, Walking After Midnight. That's the one I was trying to think of. Walking After... So there's... <laughs> Patsy Klein. I'm putting that uh, bitch on there, huh? And Johnny Burnett. Now, I'm not putting him on because... He's just uh, small potatoes, but Johnny Burnett was good. 
What was Johnny Burnett's big hit? I love Johnny Burnett. What the hell was it? Johnny Burnett. Oh, there's Buckwheat. Don't do that. Let's see. Johnny Burnett and uh, you're 16. You're 16, of course. Like you just said, out of sight, out of mind. You're 16 by freaking Johnny Burnett. What a great song. Right? Amen. Just like your treatment on that other, uh, that was a great job in that Poiple Veins. Wasn't that what it was? Poiple Veins? Yeah, Boca Brown and me are going to be doing it live. Oh, don't forget, Treasure Island this week is on uh, Thursday. Thursday, yeah. From 5 to 7 because they've got some slow, I mean, some a great entertainer. Naked martial artist, Chona Jason. Naked marshmallow artist? Where does she stick him? Otis Redding! Oh, how could we forget? Huh? Sitting on the dock of yours. He certainly belongs there. What was it? Sitting on the dock of your gay bay. So there you go, Otis Redding. I put him on. So the list is expanding dramatically. We didn't put Terry Kath on to go to show you that I'm, you know, I can't pick my own personal choices there. Oh, how could you forget? <laughs> Here's the chronic radio groupie faxer who says, how could you forget Dean Martin? Easy. Easy. I Just had a sip drink and put him right out of my mind. What? We mentioned Dean Martin and Sammy Davis. We were joking about them. No, okay. we were. We're talking about great recording artists, not silly people who like, uh, you know. Who used to schmooze a song, like Bing Crosby. You know, and they schmoozed and reached mm -hmm. for notes, stuff like that. And Bing Crosby, by the way, was a prick. That's what all his kids said, right. the ones who haven't committed suicide yet. They ought to know. And they should have known. The ones who were dead would like to come back and tell you some more about it. Just like Joan Crawford. Kenneth Mas Macho, Bing Crosby or Joan Crawford? 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T line. John Lennon, thanks to the ballad of Yokel Onal, Anal, He's got 55, Sinatra 34, Jimi Hendrix 33, Jim Morrison 30, Elvis 22, Jim Croce 20, and uh, Freddie Mercury 19, Roy the Boy 16, Marvin Gaye 14. we got to play some Marvin Gaye. You know what? Gaye. Today. Even though you won't like it. I like well, Marvin Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. To pacify you, what I'll do is I'll alternate the Marvin Gaye cuts with the Beach Boys. i got to get to Mike Mayer's right. column after the break. Don't let me forget. As one, like, final uh, shout on behalf of Mike Ranieri. Because I can't say too much for Mike Mayo in these crappy columns he's writing, but at least, at least he tried to do something good. It wasn't, but he tried. And mentioned my name in the Humper, too. 26 after 10 at 560 WQM. Guys, if you spend 2002 avoiding mirrors 
If you're sick of combing those few remaining strands over that enormous bald area on your head like Richard Friedman, who don't want to look so silly during the national anthem, here's the answer for you. Call Charles Alfieri. Maybe we can get Richard Friedman to go to see Charles Alfieri and get rid of that nasty-looking thing he's got on top of the head called uh, peace. Charlie's the best in the world because the natural hairline system doesn't look synthetic. It doesn't look artificial. It doesn't look like a dead animal crawling around dyed on your head. It looks like real hair. It looks like it's grown right out of your scalp. That's the key. That's why even the millionaires go to Charles Alfieri, the smart ones, because they know that even for the greatest price in the world, they can't get a better-looking head of hair than from Charles Alfieri and his natural hairline system. You have nothing to lose but that big, ugly, bald spot because everybody gets Charlie's 30-day guarantee. If you don't love the way it looks and feels and smells, Charlie gives you a full refund up to 30 days. What can what what uh, can go wrong? So call today and take advantage of your $200 Neil Rogers discount. And don't forget, Charlie also services and repairs all types of air systems. Why do you wait for only 25 to 30 bucks? Hey, Richard, we'll even pay the 25 or 30 bucks. Go see Charlie. We'd like to make you look a little bit less silly. We can't make you sound better, but we'll make you look better anyway. And all you guys out there, there's no obligation. Free consultation. Charlie and his friends over there will show you just how much better and younger they can make you look. So call today and set up an appointment at the Charles Alfieri Studios. Toll free, it's 1-800-321-2413. That's 1-800-321-2413. Or check out their website. Everybody's on the web, including Charlie, at charlesalfieri.com. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. There's a but I smell it. Shut up, everybody! Ginger Rogers takes a mouthful of the sausage and Jorge's pants. That pipe smoker and uncircumcised Q will bend engage in a fake a dance. I'm a cranky homophobe. Not that I mind it, but I'm way too old. I fantasize about being in bed. In a tryst with Fiedler, my man friend. I'll kiss and make up with Ginger someday. And then ask him to rape my buns. Over and over again. Though I would not feel remorseful. And I would not be ashamed about a ginger and mo gay union just boning and stroking away boy baby Kelly, you're not my type you sound like a nine year old kid the only a macho manly guy that makes me flip my wig if ginger was a lover of mine I'd bury my bulbous, veiny nose inside his pimply rear end. No, I would not be a sport home if I was not a closet fay. That's why a ginger and mogey union would make me feel giddy and gay. Everybody follow my bouncing balls. Yeah, ginger and mogey union would make my sorrel bony ass feel safe. Yay. If we had a ginger and mogey union, then he wouldn't have to get me raped. 1032 at 560 WQM. we got another ass-kicking show today. What's your all-time favorite dead recording artist? So many dead recording artists in only four hours, you know what? Here's the list so far. 
Elvis, <laughs> Janis Joplin, John Lennon, George Harrison. How's he doing? He should be getting a lot of votes. He's not. Roy Orbison, Jim Morrison, Jimi Hendrix, Morris Gibb. He just died. Marvin Gaye, Jim Croce, Buddy Holly, Frank Sinatra, Feh. Harry Chapin. I don't want to influence the way they vote. Frank Sinatra, Feh. Harry Chapin, eh. Freddie Mercury, Jerry Garcia, Karen Carpenter, Kurt Cobain, Frank Zappa, Bob Marley, Bobby Darren, Somewhere Beyond the Sea. Is that what it's called, Corey yeah. Moth? I could have looked it up in the book, Moth. Don't play Butch Boss. Sam Cooke, Patsy Cline, Otis Redding, and... And look what I found. I found it. I believe for what you say when you say you're going steady with nobody else but me. I believe for what you say when you say you don't kiss nobody else but me. I believe. I sure liked him, I'll tell you. I liked him a lot. Rick Nelson. So how's that vote coming so far? We got 75 million votes. 316 already? Holy moly, man. Otis Redding don't have none yet. Well, he just went on there, but... Huh? He doesn't have any Otis... Patsy Klein's got one. See? There you go. Probably the guy who faxed me that. Rick Nelson's got it. Rick Nelson has two votes. Are you people out of your mind? He's only got two votes. Jesus Christ. Call up Virgin Mary and get her on the case. only got two votes. Hello, Mary Lou. Don't forget about Mike Mayo's column. Goodbye, heart. Sweet Mary Lou. I'm so in love with you. I mean, he's no Jerry Garcia. Mary Lou. We never part, so hello, Mary Lou, goodbye, Take a look at that. Jerry Garcia's got seven votes, and Rick Nelson's got a pair, a small pair. Does that tell you what this town knows about music? Does that tell you what America's all about? Jerry Garcia and the Grateful Dead. I will say this, if it wouldn't have been for them, we wouldn't have had Ben and Jerry's having so many great ice cream flavors. We wouldn't have had no fish food because there wouldn't have been no fish, right? Well, they might have named it something else. We wouldn't have had no cherry. We wouldn't food. have no cherry Garcia. Who wants beetle food? Ooh, just the sounds of that. Beetle food, or something else like sawdust? You mean? Two votes. I could play all of these songs. You still won't get them any votes, but I mean, what is wrong with you people? Well, I've been waiting ever since it. Guess my baby's got another date stood up. I will say this much, though. See, because you'll recall that Ozzy Nelson, being the genius that he was, and doesn't get as much credit now that he's dead, and even when he was alive, and did the first TV music video, which was uh, Traveling Man with Rick Nelson. But when it really, at the end of the show, Rick, uh, once he started his musical career, at the end of Ozzy and Harriet every week, Rick would sing a song. He'd be there with a little band, and he'd sing the song, whatever his current hit was. When he really pissed me off was when he did this song. Fats Domino was my favorite then, and it's still one of my favorites today, and it's just frosted my ass big time. Yes, and me, and I'm in love again. I mean, who are you kidding, man? No I wonder you're dead. You know Look out, the plane's on the you way down, Rick. Yes, I do. Huh? And I'm saving no, all my love and just well, for you. I need your loving and I need it back. I mean, that's just, uh, you ain't no Fats Domino, sweetheart. You look really good. You look pretty damn good. Let's take a look at it. But, I mean, as far as Fats, and Fats Domino, he don't look good at all. I mean, he is pretty uh, chubby, chubby boy. But what a great singer, huh? He's still alive, so he isn't on our list. And as a matter of fact, wait till that day when Fats Domino meets his Marvin Maker, huh? And then we'll put him on the list and do this poll again. And if he doesn't get, like, a whole lot of votes, I'm going to be really indignant and pissed off that day, more so than usual. 
I'm going to I'm going to have my ass frosted and put in Macy's window. Would you be pissed off if that's not going to get? In fact, when we did the uh, greatest, which one we've done so many of these, I can't keep track. How did he do? Don't recall. Eric can look it up in between sandwiches and in between adding more names on the list. Hey, listen, we want to keep Eric busy up there. He's always talking about how busy he is. Let's put him to the test. He's not too busy to put these names on there, and believe you me, he shouldn't be. Playing hooky to remember a forgotten voice, writes Michael Mayo in his morning's commentary on the Sun Sentinel. He says the barflies were sitting around Danny's last call on Monday, remembering a friend when someone brought up an old joke. The first thing I do is read the old bits. If my name's not there, it means I've got to get up. Getting up never used to be a problem for Mike Ranieri. When he ruled morning radio in South Florida, he'd set the alarm clock for 3 a.m., springing out of bed before the backup went off at 3.30. Then he'd be off to the WYOD studios where he'd make waking up easier for the rest of us. The obits didn't do him justice. He died January 3rd at age 60, a forgotten voice relegated to the fringes. The Herald gave him 229 words, the Sun Sentinel 300. Even the newspaper in Cleveland, where he had his first big success, did better with 462 words. Too bad the plain dealer couldn't spell his name right. A great guy, a generous guy, said bar owner Dan Chichester. Remember he used to talk about him? No. I do. Anything anybody asked, he was there. He was a very funny guy, but not ha-ha funny. His humor was the sarcastic, dry, subtle kind, and he wasn't afraid to have a cocktail. And when Neary's last stop at WJNA, he launched a crusade to create a summer holiday called Hooky Day. His listeners met him at Captain Jack's Oceanfront Tiki Bar in Pompano Beach, and they drank the morning away. We're doing this because August doesn't have any holidays, Vinnery explained in 2000. I figure two, three years, Max will have this declared a legal holiday, and everybody will get the day off. Vinnery wasn't an international pop star like Morris Gibbs, so his death didn't rate front-page coverage, even in the region where he worked for 27 years. He was just a solid guy who did a lot for the community. He raised hundreds of thousands of dollars for the local boys and girls clubs. In Cleveland, he organized Vinnery's Raiders, volunteers who cleaned up public parks, and he co-founded Shoes for Kids, which collects sneakers for poor kids. Ranieri spent 17 years at WIOD, the station that launched Larry King's career, and was a former home to Neil Rogers and Hank Goldberg. The station rewarded him by firing him in 1993, said he wasn't attracting enough young listeners, wouldn't even allow him a farewell show. Even as Ranieri bounced around the South Florida dial, leasing his own time over the past decade, he maintained a loyal core of listeners. Chichester was one of them. Their friendship was born 25 years ago when Chichester owned several restaurants and sent Ranieri a case of Smirnoff vodka for his 35th birthday. Ranieri repaid the favor a few years later by showing up on Chichester's lawn at 6 a.m. with the Coral Springs High School Marching Band. It was my 40th birthday, Chichester said. I knew something was up when I heard the dog making funny noises. I opened the door and there's a hundred-piece band playing the Star Spangled Banner and there's Mike with his headphones on broadcasting. He said, Danny, we put four cases of champagne on ice so we can make a party of it. Now Chichester is planning a party and fundraiser in his old friend's memory. It'll be February 20th from 5 to 10 p.m. at his new bar in Fort Lauderdale, 3355 Northeast 33rd Street. A $20 check to the Boys and Girls Club gets you all the chicken and ribs you can eat. He knew Ranieri hadn't been well for the past year, figured it was serious when Ranieri gave up the booze. Ranieri was a less frequent part of the breakfast club, friends who would eat and drink after Ranieri's show. Ranieri stopped by Chichester's new bar in early December. There was something wrong with his throat. He said something about a tumor. A few weeks later, he was gone, dead after surgery. Every day it's somebody else, said Charchester, who can hardly walk because of neuropathy. I just want to do something for him, try to raise a few more grand for the boys and girls clubs. I think he would have liked that. He had a heart of gold. Nice going there, Mike Mayo. At least you made an attempt. Feeble as it was, at least you made an attempt. And the main point in there was, here's a guy who did a lot for the community, raised a lot of money, was a fixture for almost 30 years, and he gets uh, 300 words in the goddamn Sun Sentinel and 229 in the Herald and is buried back on the old bitch page, so to speak. Tom Jick, of course, being too busy, he's out there in Hollywood again for the 500th time this year already, and it's only January. 
being wined and dined to write those puff pieces about the stupid-ass network shows and a bunch of crap. He's one of the evildoers, Terrible Tommy. He used to be a good guy, but he's turned into an evildoer. Tragic. I wonder if Tom Jick will write anything when he gets back to town. What will the excuse be then, George? It'll be old news, you think? Is that going to be the excuse? Sure, that sounds good. Yeah. We hate you, Tom. Don't take it personal. But we hate you, like poison, just like Hank hates Mo. 20 to 11 at 560 WQAM. Gay. Ever been presented with an opportunity when you should have, could have, or would have done something, but you just passed on it, didn't do the right thing? Well, there's an incredible Fannie Mae mortgage rate out there waiting for you right this moment at 3.45%. This rate's available by calling Financial Group toll-free at 1-800-940-5363. If you were to compare a 7% rate with 3.45%, you'd save yourself 3500 bucks in the first year alone for each $100,000 that you owe. $100,000 costs you only 447 bucks a month, so here's an opportunity that won't last. It's a 40-year low. So if you're thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call Financial Group today, and they'll explain to you how it works. Call 1-800-940-5363. The process is simple, and the call is free. 1-800-940-LEND. Financial Group has been an equal housing lender to thousands of borrowers with the Fannie Mae program. Credit restrictions do apply, and rates are subject to change if you delay 5.34 APR. Call Financial Group toll-free today at 1-800-940-LEND. Sports Radio 560, QAM. This is Ward, not as pedophile. Coming up tonight on Inside the Behind the True Hollywood Celebrity Music Biography Profile Story, we take a good, hard, stiff look into stardom. He was such a strange little mother People used to say he was an alien from another planet. Well, folks, he was. He was Gary Newman. I'll tell you, the guy was scary. Oh, those eyes. He looked like he could suck the urine out of your bladder with the power of his mind alone. Bobby Largeman was a roadie for Gary Newman during his heyday. After every show, he... Oh, jeez, it's too weird. He, like, unzipped his skin, and there was this spindly-ass glowing alien from, like, Close Encounters. I sh my pants. I'm not ashamed to say it. In 1980, BBC rock critic Edward Upperglass was sent to interview Gary Newman. He has never returned, but an audio tape was mysteriously delivered to BBC headquarters in London days later. Wake up, minion of the BBC. Uh, what the... Holy crap, where am I? Uh, Gary, why am I strapped to this metal table? You wish to interview me. I also need certain things from you. Oh, wait a minute, where's that probe going up? What is your first question? Uh, so... Gary, who are your musical influences? Olivia Newton-John and the Bee Gees. Are you bleeding kidding me? Gary Newman. Think about it. You never see him and a being from outer space in the same photograph together. It's a big, juicy, sopping wet look at show business. Tonight, on Inside the Behind. Maybe he was a Raelian after all. It's uh, 1047 at 560 WQAM. So Eric faxes me a poll that we did back on uh, sometime. I don't know when the hell this was. But anyway, we did a poll. We asked, which of these songs do you like the best? We had 1,894 votes. Man, it must have been a weekend poll, I'm assuming. And it was American Pie won it. Why did he fax me this? Because I asked how Fats Domino did. Right, he faxed you the two categories that he was in on polls that you did. Aha! Uh -huh. Okay. Well, here's Harry Reem's biography. Anybody interested? No. No. Get him a body cut. 
American Pie 1, 243. Layla, Owner of a Lonely Heart by Yes. Uh, are you kidding me? Owner of a Lonely Heart? It was okay. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, Stevie Ray Vaughan, no. Some of these facts that are before our list today, no. Also, uh, Joe Strummer, no. The answer is no. But thanks for the suggestions. Anyway, Fats Domino is on here. It was uh, Blueberry Hill was 29th. Had 21 votes. I mean, Owner of a Lonely Heart beats out Great Balls of Fire. Dear God by XTC. Why did X, why, why did we put that on there even? I, was, I don't think I was here for that. I mean, we stuff. like it, but why did we put that? You weren't here for that? Higher and Higher by Jackie Wilson. Don't Dream It's Over, Crowded House. Oh, I see. I see. I don't, I don't see. Oh, and then there was the other one, the best male recording artist. Here we go. Uh, Roy Orbison, 147. Elvis had 141. Isn't that pleasing to you? That's pleasing to me. Steve Tyler, only 37. Freddie Mercury had 110. Jay Black, 14. Where's Fats Domino? Had only seven. Uh, he's in such a different genre, you know. He's just such a whole different uh, thing. Don't you think he's got like a different thing? I ain't seen it, and I really don't want to. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Here's a, a lady in Miami. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Um, you know, you keep bringing up the number of uh, words that the obituaries lists for names, um, and I, I'm not sure that the that everybody's aware that the uh, newspapers charge you for those words. The families. I had no idea. Yes. Um, in fact, my son. No, no, died no. Wait a minute. June, wait a minute. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, but the fact is, I'm, this was not a regular obituary. It was like a, a news story on the obit page. Well, it yeah, but you know they take every opportunity to to make money any way they can. That's outrageous. Yeah, um, they they charged me eight hundred dollars for an obituary for my son oh in my June, gosh. and um, and then they used it in um, the Spanish paper as um, information. It was a uh, suicide, and um, they took every opportunity to sell papers, and they're, and they're still billing me for that. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. I I can't believe that they charged that amount of money. Eight hundred bucks to publish a, an obituary in the newspaper. Eight seventy-five. Actually, Eight seventy-five. I would uh, send it back to him and say, "Good luck to you." Oh, we're fighting it. Good. But, good for you. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, I just wanted to let you know. Okay. Thanks. Nothing for free. Thanks. Sorry. Okay. Five six seven. Depressing. Five six seven. Oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless. Why are you give me a look like that? No. See, the stories that Mike Mayer was referencing weren't, you know, the the regular obituaries right. is what I she's talking about. The like. These were this, these were printed as news stories because he was a celebrity, but the point that Mike was making was that, and, and accurately so because he's ripping it off from what I said, is that uh, here's I'm not going to go through it again. If that's the case, why would anybody have an obituary printed? The people that need to know are going to know. Well, I'll tell you one thing. My father's obituary was like very very short, just a few words, just a handful of words. In fact, there were only two words that I saw in the story that. Uh, satisfied me. He died? Yeah, that was enough for me. Now I don't have to read the obit page anymore. Five, six... Uh, you, I told you that before, and that <laughs> yeah, was the truth. No, Both newspapers, that was the first thing I looked at every single day for years. And then finally, I'm up in Toronto, I get a phone call, hey, guess what, your father died, and I said... All right. Yeah, okay, now I don't have to read the obits anymore. Yeah, I never understood the issue before, then I heard him call a talk show once. Really? Yeah. Did yeah. you really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Here's Fort Lauderdale, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. On Sunday, uh, I was listening to Magic, 
and they said they were going to play a bunch of songs by the Bee Gees for uh, Maurice Gibb. Right. I didn't even get to hear them, but I went in 7-Eleven, came back outside, put on Magic again. What was the first song they played? Build Me Up Buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you see, I wasn't exaggerating. There no. must be Somebody over there must have a fetish on that song. Uh, how about two names, Frankie Lyman and Mama Cass? Oh, those are uh, marginal ones. Okay, thanks. Thank you, Neil. Okay. What about Mama Cass? Frankie Lyman is not going to go on there. Boca Brian would vote for... I mean, Frankie Lyman was okay. In fact, I have that mini-disc that's got all this stuff on there. Of course, we can't play it because we don't got no mini-disc player in here anymore. It's being, it's being thickest, yeah. As soon as I leave, it'll be... Uh, you know, leave town, it'll be back. <laughs> right. But Mama Cass, what do you think? Nah. No? Oh, well, you got so many people that have died that don't even... aren't going to rate compared to some of those great names. Right. I mean, she was all fat. She was fat. Loved her. Now, what, she choked on a sandwich or something? I think they just made that story They made that up. Like Mary Olanza choked she on a sandwich. choked on her she fat. She gagged on it. She choked on her fat. Very good way to put it. She was big and fat. We don't have a lot of sympathy on the show for big, fat people who croak uh, over their own fat. Now, if I was skinny, I mean, then I would have no credibility, but I'm fat myself. Does that make any sense? No. No, again, graded on the QAM curve. Although I do have great average. circulation in my feet. My good podiatrist told me that yesterday, thanks to Rimmer and my podiatrist friend. He said, I have great circulation. In fact, I checked the Herald circulation. I got a bigger one than they got. 5670560, oh, pound 560. Oh, we hate you at the Herald, by the way. Can't stand you. Pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. We do like Mike Mayo personally. He's not a bad guy, but his columns generally blow. Although the Ranieri one, thank you, Mike. Thank you for at least being one voice, even though it was very, very, very lame, but at least being one voice to make the point that this guy, after all he did and raised the money, was a pretty good guy, uh, deserved a little bit better. But this town, like I've told you, it's unyielding, man. They give you nothing back. Nothing back. Just like, just like a couple of months ago when there were a bunch of assholes trying to like drum me off the air and get all whipped up in the Fox News thing. Anybody in this town even write about it? No. Do they even recognize it? No. 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 Nothing. Zero. Zippity doodah. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil Rogers. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. How about Tupac and Bob Marley? Bob Marley's on here, sir. How about Tupac? How about a six-pac? No, not two. Tupac was a... Well, I mean, he could be your favorite Debbie Cornelius, but he wouldn't get, like, enough votes to even count, right? Do you want to put him on there just for fun? <laughs> no, no, I don't. For fun? I don't. I'm not putting Tupac on there with all these other great recording artists like Jerry Garcia. <laughs> Come on. And besides, if you put Tupac on there... And we got to put Biggie, Biggie on there. Right. We got to put Biggie and six pack, uh, Tupac. No, sorry. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. John Lennon's running away with it since we played uh, the Battle of uh, Yokel Anal. Anal. Seventy one votes. Frank Sinatra forty two. Boy, that just frosted my ass. Frank freaking Sinatra. Jimi Hendrix forty one. Doesn't that shock you that Jimmy's in third place? Other than Purple Haze, name me a hit by Jimi Hendrix. Hey Joe. Hey, Joe Mama. I thought Hey, Joe was by the leaves. Are you experienced? By the maple leaves. Are, are, yes. Let me look in a book here. I think you're uh, getting Making those up? Away. No, I'm not making it. No, I know the songs, but I mean, are those hits? Well, those were hits? I don't know. If What's were, a hit? On which chart? The obscure uh, rock chart? On the pop charts. Jimi Hendrix. Along the Watchtower. Yeah, that was pretty good. Up from the Skies. Foxy Lady, how could we yeah, have forgotten that? Because we're old. And... and that was even bigger than Purple A's. No, it was not. In fact, none of them were big. Along the Watchtower made it up to number 20. All of his other songs, the biggest one, the highest it ever got in the top 100, was uh, 
Crosstown Traffic, hey. 52. The Jimi Hendrix Experience, don't even know that. 68. Never heard of it. Dolly Dagger, Freedom, and that's it. He didn't exactly have like a whole... But he's number three on the list and right on Sinatra's ass. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, he set his guitar on fire, but not the world. I could... You know that thing about take it or leave it? I could leave him easily, you know? Likewise. And Janis Joplin. Oh. Me and Bobby oh, McGee. Please. Me and Bobby McGee. I love that Janis Joplin bit we got about the, uh, you know, the Avon lady. Yeah. You know, just a screamer. She was the female Bruce Springsteen. Very good. Screamer. <laughs> just made a lot oh, of noise. Oh, no, she was great. No. She... <laughs> That's a singer? No. Ugly face, ugly voice. Oh. And she's been dead a long time, though. We're <laughs> thankful for that, because she might have created some more of that grotesque screaming. No, I want crap. to hear that bit. Okay, just relax. I'll find it for you. I mean, how many Janis Joplin bits do we have? I'm sure it's in the book. Not and enough. And we got the whole ACN library back there. And in my drawer in Toronto. 1056 at 560 WQM. Let me tell you again, everybody and their brother tells you they're going to help you lose weight. They got the pills that you take that don't work. Then they got that stuff you're supposed to drink that makes you like your brain's out over the weekend. You're supposed to lose 10 or 20 pounds in two days, and of course you can't. If you want to lose weight the delicious and the safe and in the sane way, do it with Balance for Life, a real weight loss program, not some crazy fad that doesn't work after all. The Beast has lost 60 pounds in Balance for Life, and lots of other folks around here have lost some weight on it too, and you can do the same, even more if you have to. So whether you have just a few pounds to lose or maybe 100 or 200, Balance for Life is the simple way to do it because they do all the work. It's based on the principles and the knowledge of the Zone Diet by Dr. Barry Sears and uh, Brian Sears. And believe you me, it's so easy that even anybody can do it because it's a little black sack. They deliver it right to you. By 6 o'clock in the morning, you tell them where you want it delivered, and they'll be there. And in your black sack is food for the whole day. Three delicious gourmet meals. Just pop those uh, uh, deals in the microwave, and you got a fantastic meal. And nothing frozen or artificial, by the way. It's all fresh, delicious food, plus two delicious snacks right in that black sack. And that's it. And tons and tons of food in there to keep you full all day long. In fact, some days you'll have trouble eating all of the food. So let Balance for Life help you lose the weight and live up to your New Year's resolution. Not only look better this year, but get in better health, too. Call them at 954-568-3229. That's 954-568-3229. Or check them out on the World Wide Wicked Web if you like. Balanceforlife.com. Live and local. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. Now, what the hell happened there, George? What? I pressed the button and it went... Holy cow, Aaron's coming. Tonight on E! Don't miss a very special episode of Ringo's Stardates. Hi, may I take your order? I'll order for the both of us, if you don't mind. Okay, Ringo. The little lady here will have the yellow submarine sandwich, and I'm going to have the chicken special. Why the dark meat? Dark, of course. As you know, I prefer drumsticks. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you really are the you are. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's all tonight on a very special Ringo Stardates. Don't you think we need a lot more of those shows on here? No. Stardates, Star Search, uh, Star uh, Jones. I mean, what, what, what's it all about, man? When's it going to stop? It's not. Until it runs its course. It's reality TV, isn't it? No. No, it's a pile of crap. It's a pile of contrived crap, which is what they specialize in, contrived crap. Here's two faxes from Adrian. Adrian, get off my case already, sweetheart. How about Bob Marley? He's on there, man. Bob Marley, how's he doing? Or maybe, maybe Eric didn't put Bob Marley on there yet. Ah, like I said, my apologies to Adrian because, hey, yo, Adrian, we uh, screwed up. Get with it, Eric. Okay, it's in, uh, great that you faxed me those other things that I can't make heads or tails of. Thank you so much. But let's get Bob Marley on there because if we leave off Bob Marley, it's going to piss off a lot of yeah, folks. 
Here's today's Greg Fax, which is just in time because I noticed we only have a couple of calls on the board. It's only 11.02. Mad Dog at 1 in the studio. Hank is doing his game at the Heat, it says, at the AAA Arena. Oh, I sure hope it doesn't sound like the last uh, shows he did at the AAA Arena. Remember that? Sound like he was talking through a through a tin horn. Then we got uh, the big... Uh, oh! He's doing a show at the Senior Bowl at 7 o'clock, which we didn't even know there was a senior. I guess I did. And then attendance at 80K from GA with all that gambling stuff. Joe and Mark overnight to talk about Pompano Park and how they can't talk about it. Did we ever find out what that was no, all about? No, as a matter of fact. Is Joe in denial? Is he denying that? And we like Joe a lot, Joe Costello, but he's uh, lately, I think since that wedding, a little strange, you know? A little bit on the strange side. Here's Greg's facts for today. Yesterday's facts was so good, I don't think he can outdo it. He's really moved up, in our estimation, light years. Hasn't he? Even you are saying, you know. Sure. No, you're not. Well, it doesn't bug me like he bugs you. No, because he doesn't have a fetish for you. He's got a... Right. Anyway. <laughs> it says, I don't care what the final results of today's poll are. The best thing you ever did or alive is Jim Morrison. See, now he's sucking up to me, just like Mo is trying. Hey, we're monitoring you, Mo. I hear all that sucking around. Although he stopped doing that for a few days. Since I told him to blow it out his old ass. It says, the Doors are a group that were way before their time. If the same group had come out today, they would have dominated even more than they did in the 60s. Also, I'm not sure you agree, but I happen to think The Doors, the movie, is absolutely incredible. Incredibly. Val Kilmer did a dead-on Jim. Who could have done better? Except maybe, uh, what's his name, does the news and IOD, my former producer, that nitwit, uh-huh. John Levitt, who used to uh, travel with The Doors. And then they used to slam doors in his face is what I'm hearing. John Levitt. Uh-huh. I heard him also on it when I was listening to that spooky guy, that guy with a ghost on IOD last night. What's his name? I don't know. You Where's told, Carlos? You told Carlos, me before. Carlos, that came from him. But anyway, uh, and I heard the newscast. There was John uh-huh. Levitt, my friends in the Jewish community and my friends in the Latin community. Oh, get out of here, John. Man. Anyway, it says, I've seen that movie hundreds of times and guard that DVD with my life, says Greg. He's seen the movie hundreds of times. Even The Godfather and Network, as many times as I've seen those movies, I certainly couldn't say I've seen them hundreds of times. I would say that anybody who has seen any movie, except maybe Debbie Does Dallas, hundreds of times has some kind of neurotic problem. Oh, I'm sorry, Greg. It says, they're the only music from the 60s that I love. See, well, there's more problems. See what I'm saying? You probably don't remember, but I sang a song parody on your show spelled P-A-R-I-T-Y. See, parody is what we have in the National Football League. All mediocre teams. Parody is P-A-R-O-D-Y. See, you learned something already today, Greg. Not parody, but parody. Have you got it? Oh. I sang a song parody on your show about seven or eight years ago using Light My Fire titled Shula Time to Retire. Remember that? Yeah, no. No. P.S. It would make my day if you could do it. Your Ross Perot impression, please. No. So there's Greg and, uh, who, you know, like I told you, I knew it wouldn't be as good as yesterday, because yesterday's was as close to perfection. And it was good timing, too, right on the heels of Morris Gibb uh, passing away. So today, naturally, he don't want to do too good, because then he'll have to live up to that every single day. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. Here's a call from Davey. Hello. Davey. Is gone. Okay, so that leaves us with one call on the board. What a nasty kettle of fish we got here now, you know what? Last call is from Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes? What about Kurt Cobain? He's on there. What is he on there? Well, wait a minute. Maybe. Now, let me check. See, I'm... I George I'm a... should have put him on. Let's see. Kurt Cobain. There he is. Got eight votes. Eight votes? Okay, uh, also about the Bee Gees. I mean, I'm not a, a big fan of the Bee Gees. I mean, it just bothers me the way that guy sings, like a, like a white woman with that high-pitched voice. Right. 
I mean, I Fals- can't falsetto. That's More than a woman. Yeah. Yeah, and as for Janis Joplin, yeah, I mean, I can take her or leave her, but for the most part, I don't think it's about her voice. I mean, if you want to listen to somebody just for the voice, very polished, I mean, you might as well listen to Julie Andrews. It's about what you know, the the rawness, you know, the the and, and the, the rawness. Yeah, the rawness, the edginess, the lack of production. I mean, you know, some, sometimes you can have like an open sore somewhere in your body, and it's really raw, but you don't enjoy the rawness. I mean, yeah, unless, I mean, unless, unless you're into that. Even as far as Billboard goes, I mean, most of the artists on the Billboard are probably, you know, crappy, over-polished pop stars, like, you know, the boy bands and all that crap. Right. And I a mean, lot like, of... Like, like O-Town. Oh! Exactly. And, I mean, I think George knows that most of the good music out there doesn't even make it to the top uh, of the of the charts at all. Yeah. So, you know, that's why... So so what are you trying to say, that Janis Joplin was great because she was like, like that? Yeah. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't even listen to her that much. I think you have to be really stoned or really drunk to really uh, listen to her. Not, you know? Now you're getting warmer, okay? Now yeah. you're, you got your thumb right on it. I'll, I'll admit it, but, I mean, as far as, I mean, I think she's a lot better than that, you know, Britney bitch or, you know, any well, of those girls. Well, now you're talking. Lasting power, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, Neil. Love you. Thank you. Bye. There you go. He made a couple of good points there. I'm not really not sure what they were, but... He said Janis Joplin was great, and if she came door-to-door selling as the Avon lady, he'd open it wide in the door, too, and then kick her ass out. Boy, I, maybe he never saw her. You've seen her. Oh, yeah. Woo! Yeah. Man, she made Doreen look good. 56705, well, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT. Just a joke, Doreen. Just relax back there, wherever the hell you are in the building. I have no idea where anybody is in the building now. You know what? Just as well. Probably just as well. I know where the sales holes are way back there. That way, everything is that way. And for P.D. Lenny saying to me this morning, have you met the new sales guy yet? Boy, wait till you meet this fruitcake. You know, it's that stuff. He's talking about other salespeople, P.D. Lenny? Boy, do you see that routine he went through getting on a scale here? Do you see that routine? No. Took off his jacket, took out his uh, keys, took out his wallet, laid it on the table over there. Weighed about 45 pounds, the wallet. Then he goes over there. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Weigh uh, 82 pounds soaking wet. He's red, rough, and sore. I get red, rough, and sore just seeing him waddle in there in the morning. He just That's one of the things about not being here that's the best. That is the best. Not having to lay my eyes on Petey Lenny. It just makes me feel like a real human being. So he doesn't like the Bee Gees because they're music. Well, I mentioned that yesterday, that it wasn't exactly what you called your macho group. But in spite of that, sir, I will say this. In our poll, which we got a pretty good bunch of macho guys out there, at least three or four of them, they did very well. Didn't you, didn't you think they did better than, uh, expected? Better than expected. Right. Especially with this sour ass hateful audience we got of people who are, and didn't that guy say that it was very negatory, that phony shrink that called the other day, right? That's oh, starting up his crap God. again? It's negatory when we want to feed negatory, when we want to feed positive, like about the Bee Gees, it was mostly positive. So there you go, it's the yin and the yang, that's the way life really is, sir. Well, this isn't one of those, like, uh, hearts and flowers shows where we try to, like, smooth everything over, like, uh, you know, like Jonathan Edwards pile of crap. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, what's up there, Chief? Yes, sir. How about DJ Jam Master J? Oh, yeah. No? No chance. He didn't collaborate with Aerosmith and rekindle their uh, their uh, uh, career? He, re- he rekindled their career? Uh, <laughs> no? No. No, he did not rekindle their career. I think so. I think not. He rekindled, did, did you hear that? He rekindled Aerosmith's career. I think this guy's maybe a little jaded in his view, don't you? Aerosmith has been hot again. What was the movie that they did the theme from? And, and that's, I mean, that's just one. I just mentioned that in passing. 
the uh, Apollo, uh, the astronaut movie. Yeah, what Apollo? Well, the, whatever the hell it was. They know what it is. Armageddon. Something like that. Armageddon. Rekindled Aerosmith's career, sir. I, I tell you, I've heard a lot He's of. He's very... talking about the Run DMC thing, but that came from Stevie Tyler himself. Yeah, that they were basically done until uh, that phone call came in. Yeah. Well, I but... told you they rekindled his career, Stevie Tyler. But was was that the guy that died? Does he even have the right guy? I, I yeah, that's the one that just died here a couple of weeks ago. He died. Exactly. In fact, it was like a couple of months ago. I'm sorry. Don't you remember people calling in were correcting us on which... Uh, I can't I keep track vacation. of all these rappers, man. I can't keep track of the rappers. It's like having 600 various candy bars assorted in your, uh, on the floor. And then you try to like keep track of the rappers. You just can't do it. Although I do like a Clark bar every now and then. Do they still make those? I think so. You ever had a Clark bar? Sure. Oh. I don't know what it is about a Clark bar, but I sure do like a Clark still bar. still like the Heath bars better. Yeah. And the uh, score... Ooh. Everybody likes to score. Man. And, and what's really the difference? Let's get 50 of men here tomorrow, and uh, I'll eat 20 of each, and you'll eat like, huh? And then they'll carry me out of here. <laughs> right, we'll have the ambulance. We can take the downstairs. poll on the uh, best dead uh, talk show host who just here. died today on the air. Man, I do like a good Heath bar and a score bar. And they're, they're real thin, and there's not much to them. So even though they're just pure sugar, it's like it would be like taking and injecting liquid sugar into your veins. They're so pure sugar. But they don't satisfy you because they're so small. Right. Now, somebody brought home the other day from Doris Market a chocolate cannoli that was just sitting there on a the counter, like, again, like like the cheese like in the trap. Bait. Didn't eat it. Didn't I, I looked at it. I looked at it, and I said, oh, oh man. Didn't touch it, though. Good. Well, no, I, I take that back. I did like Connie did in Godfather 3. Remember with Eli Wallace? Oh, you lip. have some. You're so skinny. And... A little, and you know something? Just that little tiny bit, I could tell that it was 400% sugar. Sure. If I would have eaten that whole thing, my blood sugar would have been 45,000. Twelve minutes after 11 at 560 WQAM. A lot of dead recording artists out there. A lot of people dying lately. And then, of course, we got the president who wants to see a lot more people dying as soon as possible. Anyway, if you're dying because you're too fat, there's a place called Eliza West Boca that's dedicated to help you stay on your diet, whatever it might be, because the entire store is loaded with low-carb and sugar-free and no-carb uh, items. Over 600, to be exact, to be uh, generic. Over 600 delicious low-carb food products, like their brand-new low-carb crunchy granola by Flaxomeal, in two scrumptious flavors with only one or two carbs per serving. And if you're on the Atkins diet, you know that keeping those carbs way, way down is the secret to losing the weight quickly. So whether it's carbolite ice cream, breads, chips, muffins, cheesecakes, pasta, and sauces, the Lights of West Book is the place. The entire store is dedicated to you and your low-carb needs. And they're open every day, seven days a week from 10 to 10. You can try anything in the store before you have to buy it. And they carry the most complete line of Atkins brand products. They got all the books. They got the vitamins. They got it all for you. So if you're excited about the Atkins diet, if you've been successful on it, but you're frustrated because your supermarket only has about three items in there that you can eat on the Atkins, here's the deal. Head for Delights because you'll find all kinds of goodies to help you stay on the straight and narrower path. Delights of West Boca, they're on the northeast corner of Glades and 441, right next to Boston Market, or call them toll-free, 1-877-LOW-CARB, or check them out on the Wicked World Wide Web at lowcarb.com. Delights of West Boca, the one and only, your official Atkins Retail Center. Live and local, this is Sports Radio 560, QAM, QAM. Cuckoo, baby, let's turn this mother out. Puff, the magic rapper is on my TV. 
No one heard of him before, or his name is Pop Daddy. I said that's Pop, the magic rapper, won't be here that long. Not unless he learns to sing or to write a friggin' song. I said Pop, the magic rapper, is all over MTV. Only because someone shot Notorious B.I.G. That bad guy, maybe someone should tell him Making it this way is wrong Picking at your dead best friends Decaying flesh and bone Snoop Doggy Doggy Dog on the ball track Oh, good news, Frank Sinatra's fallen to third place. But now that i played that, that'll like plant the seeds in their mind again. How about the seeds pushing too hard? They might be dead, one or more of them. 1117 at 560 WQM. Here's a fax from Uncle Bill from Royal Palm Beach who says, Someone has been stuffing hair pieces inside all the Dolphins' dock strips. Any idea on who's been doing this? P.S. Can't wait until baseball season so I can listen to the lovable crow. It says, God, Neil, I'd rather eat fire ants than listen to him. <laughs> He'd rather eat fire ants. He'd rather take a fire ant bath than listen to the crow. Well, that's the way it go. How is the vote coming? Who's your all-time favorite dead recording artist? John Lennon, 79. Jimi Hendrix, 63. Oh, see, that's just a uh, shtuch at me, see, Jimi Hendrix. Is that going to be the phony vote now, do you think? Jimi Hendrix sure, going through the roof. Uh, Jimi Hendrix, 63. Frank Sinatra, 55. Uh, Jim Morrison, 41. That should be much higher than that. Elvis, 29. Freddie Mercury, 28. Jim Croce, 27. It's not too bad. Marvin Gaye, 21. See, and we didn't ask who the best. Ah, we didn't ask for the best. I purposely did that. We asked who's your favorite, which doesn't mean that they're necessarily the best. For example, like I think that the Jim uh, Marvin Gaye was better than some of these other ones above him, but not necessarily somebody's favorite. Follow what I'm saying? Does that make any sense? Maybe a little bit. There's a difference. Uh, it's not like food. If you were to say, what's the, what's your favorite flavor of uh, ice cream, then that would be the one you think is the best. Right? Right. Okay. Duh. Anyway, Marvin Gaye, 22. Frank Zappa, 20. Roy the Boy's got 19. If we had more of that, Roy, instead of that awful thing that you played, if we had something good, like uh, you got it, only the lonely, the good were ever and stuff. Crying. Well, no, no, too many depressing songs. <laughs> Jerry Garcia, 14. Karen Carpenter, 13. That surprises me. Karen Carpenter's got 13. Let's hear it for Karen. Let's have her in for lunch. Maurice Gibb has got 11. Morris, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Morris. George Harrison, 9. Kurt Cobain, 8. Harry Chapin, 7. Rick Nelson and Buddy Holly and Janis Joplin each have 5. Don't let me forget to play that Janis Joplin thing. And uh, Bob Marley's got 4, Mon. And Patsy Klein's got 3. Otis Redding's only got a pair. He's still sitting on the dock of the bay in Delray. Waiting for a ship to come in. I don't, I don't think, I mean, with all due respect, Otis Redding was, I mean, what was the big deal with him? That was a good song. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. What else can we say about him? He wasn't like, oh! He wasn't like Jackie Wilson, I was just about to say. Uh, How come Jackie Wilson's not on there? Oh, sorry, uh, Eric. Jackie Wilson must go on there. How come none of you people called in with the great Jackie Wilson, who I noticed was on one of those other polls that Eric faxed me? Right? Got right. a bunch of votes. Jackie Wilson was great. Higher and higher. Oh, what is wrong with you folks? Man. And they're, and they're faxing me all these marginal uh, subhuman people. 
Some of the names have been faxed in. I'm embarrassed for you. Humiliating and degraded. Stevie Ray. Ah, oh, Stevie Ray Vaughan. I'd rather vote for Billy Vaughan. Remember Billy Vaughan? Dot Records? No. He was he was to Dot Records what Ray Conniff was to Columbia. He did all the um, music on the Dot Records, like on the Pat Boone stuff. And he actually had a couple of hits. Sail Along Silvery Moon by, uh, oh, okay. remember that? Sure. Billy Vaughan. Da -da 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 -da, with that saxophone. Yeah, he was like uh, Bubba. He was a big sax man. Oh, here you go. What about... <laughs> Maybe your psychic powers are kicking in because here's a fact that says... From Scott in Titusville, who generally has something useful, but today made an exception. What about Stevie Ray Vaughan? The answer is still, no. no, Scott, no chance. Or the dead members of Leonard Skinner, which we had that before, no. It said, only if the backdoor uh, street boys would crash into a mountain, and doesn't Michael Jackson count as dead because he sure looks like it. A little on the weak side today, Scott. A little weak, but it is going to be a kind of a weak Tuesday. That's what I heard when I was monitoring Mo this morning. It said it's kind of a weak Tuesday. Here's a fax from your favorite, Tim Potts, which you don't put his name on there because he thinks that uh, I know. I know I know your faxes, okay, Tim? You're not fooling me, Tim. Tim Potts. Pretty soon you won't have no pots to a hissing if you don't cut the crap. It says you probably don't know the first two, but they were on top for a while, and the music will be missed by millions. I don't know the first two, Lane Staley, Allison Chains, and Steve Clark, Def Leppard. You're right. What do you say? No. no. John Bonham, Led Zeppelin. Boy, you ought to see the way he spelled John Bonham. And Keith Moon of The Who. Oh, speaking of... Now, that's not good to put Who people on there right now. It's not good no. time. Now, Pete Townshend said, uh-uh. What about John Entwistle of The Who? No. Who just died? No. No, see, a group like that, it's very hard. It, you just, it would be like putting on, like, Carl or Dennis Wilson from The Beach Boys. Right. Can't do it. And besides The Who, you know, besides the lead singer and Pete, who is, you know, the guitarist and, and writer... Did you mention Pete Townshend again? Oh, I'm sorry. Time? Stop it. The Bee Gees have sold more records than any other group of the Beatles. Not only did they write the number one soundtrack of all time, Saturday Night Fever, they also wrote the number one single from a soundtrack, Grease. And you know, I don't know why I wouldn't play that. You know, I don't know who sings that. Olivia Newton, John, and... They don't sing that. Yeah, they do. No, he doesn't they sing, he other sing songs. that? I think Frankie Valli sings that on the record and in the movie. No. They don't sing that song. They sing Summer Lovin' and all Oh, Summer Lovin' was on. Like, da, 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 da. Oh! Boy, if you think I don't like his acting, you ought to hear what I think about his singing. <laughs> he has a record, you know. Man, can he sing or what? No. That John Revolta. Here's another fax with little tiny handwriting on it from Arnold. It said, what is with that douchebag uh, George, the spick? He acts all cool and nice on the air, but he's rude and obnoxious when somebody calls on the phone. Right. It won't let you uh, get someone in without hanging up. Uh, it says, F you, George, you suck. F you, bad Take a mite all. You miserable! <laughs> this is great. Oh, he's one of many people that wants to have a conversation with me off the air. No, we, up if I see George having a conversation with anybody on the air, I immediately throw rocks through the window. I've explained that on the air a lot. This is a this talk is to a the talk host. show, and the only people supposed to call in are either Rimmer or people who have something to say to me. He's the guy that calls up and says, "I don't really want to go on the air, but and that's the no, last, and no, then no. I hang see, up. Arnold, Arnold, sorry that we don't play that game. If you want to call George, I'll give you his home number and his uh, cell phone. And the number at this motel. I'll be uh, so nice to you on the let's air. Let's give him the number at the phone booth in okay. Miami where Roby Young used to live. <laughs> he says, Neil, last week you mentioned the Frank Zappa song, Titties and Beer. It's off the uh, Live in New York album. My vote is for Frank Zappa. But but still, that wasn't that album had nothing to do with the song that I keep thinking, which I'll play in a minute. And it's Live at the Roxy or something, uh, you know. I, I'm sure that song is like uh, a takeoff. I, I don't know. 
Maybe I could be wrong, but nobody. It's it's a parody on something. P.S. George, I dedicate this song, Who Are You, by The Who, to you, because you're so phony with your split personality. Take care, Arnold. I, don't I, guess, split I guess he's saying take care to me because it says Neil right. on the top. He doesn't mean you take care. He's thinking, in your case, take a good... Which he already did this morning is what the report was. And it was great. I do the job I'm supposed to do in whatever room I'm in, Arnold. Yeah, Arnold. Here's John Entwistle from the Yahoo just died. So what? <laughs> Excellent facts. Thank you. From somebody who's faxed about 600 different names today but is having a real good time. That's what we're here for. Just like our good friend Sonny from the market used to say, we're here not for a long time but for a good time. And that's what we're having today. A wonderful time. Haven't even cranked out any more of this music yet, including uh, John and Yoko Onal, Anal, on vinyl. 5670560. Oh, I can't believe that Duff actually likes that song. I can't believe that anybody likes that song, can you? No. I mean, here's number one, Beatles hits. And to pick that song, there's like 27 hits on here. And there's some bubblegum, some of the early crap that I, re I really I wouldn't wish this on Hitler. Love Me Do, From Me to You, She Loves You. You notice how they all end like in Do and You and uh, Me and You and a dog named Boo? And Do. And Goo. I'm going to hold your hand. Bubblegum. But then... Can't Buy Me Love, Hard Day's Night, I Feel Fine, Eight Days a Week, Ticket to Ride, Hep, Yesterday, Day Tripper, We Can Work It Out, Paperback Writer, Yellow Submarine, you know, Eleanor Rigby, Penny Lane, All You Need Is Love, Hello Goodbye, Lady Madonna, Lady Vagina, Hey Jude, Get Back, The Ballad of John and Yoko, uh, Something, Come Together, Let It Be in the Long and Winding Road. Then there was always Why Don't We Do It in the Road, on the White Album, wasn't that on the White Album? Yes, it was, oh. very good. I played that on the air in Kalamazoo. Along with Rocky Raccoon. Oh, I love Rocky Raccoon that. and Martha, my dear. Oh, great. Not a lot of people like Martha, my dear. Why not? I don't know. It's What's great. wrong with Martha, it's my about dear? A dog. Well, you know, something tough crap. I think if you don't like Martha, my dear, you're probably a communist uh, infiltrator. We're going to deport you immediately. In fact, on the next census, what they're going to do is put a little question on the bottom. They're going to, a little trap. How much do you like Martha, my dear, by the Beatles? And if it isn't like at least a nine on a scale of ten, they're going to come and take your ass and put you on a rubber raft and get your ass out of here. And I say more power to them. Because that's the kind of government we're dealing with now. Yes. You bet. Hey, another year's come and gone. It's the new year. And if you want a new you and uh, a new house, new looking house, here's the answer for you. Instead of going out and spending a fortune on brand new carpeting, call our good buddies at Dry Concepts. I've been using them in my house for over 20 years. So it's the voice of experience telling you, especially I've seen the job they've done in my mother's house and all over the place, not just in my place, that when they finish cleaning your carpets, it'll look just like you had brand new laid on the floor. All your friends and family, they'll think, boy, they got new carpeting in there. They must really be making some big bucks, like the Rimmers. Dry Concepts is the only service that dry clean your carpets, your drapes, expensive area rugs, and believe me, like I said, nobody in the world does a better job. They're certified by the Institute of Inspection, Cleaning, and Restoration, and they'll leave your carpets completely soil-free, vibrant in color, soft to the touch, smelling lemony fresh. They dry in a couple of hours, and you're ready to rock and roll again. You'll have the biggest smile on your pussy you ever saw in your life. They show up on time and do a stupendous, unbeatable job. So don't forget, when it's time to clean your carpets, your upholstery, your leather furniture, it's time for Dry Concepts. If you want to get rid of those pet odors or mildew odors caused by water damage, no problem, because Dry Concepts will do a usual stupendous job for you, as always. So pick up that phone and call Dry Concepts toll-free. Pick it up at 1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071, or just log on to their website at dryconcepts.com. Trust me when I tell you they're the best in the world. Clean today, entertain tonight when you get a great job done for you, as they always do, by our friends at Dry Concepts. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQ. 
There's a but I smell it. And now, another edition of What If? Today, what if Janice Joplin were an Avon lady? Next time to find out what would happen if Nancy Reagan lost weight. This bulletin just in. It appears that the first lady has disappeared. When next we ask, what if? Uh, Cliff and Cross Springs isn't happy with your decision on Mama Cass. He says, what about the sandwich-eating Mama Cass and also Stevie, Stevie Ray Vaughan? They won't let Stevie Ray Vaughan alone. Now, didn't I tell you that Aerosmith's career was revitalized by Run DMC? I thought it was Stevie Ray Vaughan. Stevie Ray Vaughan revitalized Mama Cass's career by yanking that sandwich out of her throat. Yeah, he reached right in there and yanked it out. And the sandwich, too. So there you go. Okay, okay. what am I going to tell you? 5670560, pound 560 on the 18th. We got an alert, by the way, for phony votes. Alert on Jimi Hendrix. After we had that little uh, thing and I looked it up in the book, we had a Jimi Hendrix uh, flurry there. An experience. Yeah, Jimi Hendrix experience. And I, I think Jimi Hendrix is getting a big, the big buzzer in the sky is what he's getting from us. Because John Lennon's got 83 and Jimi Hendrix all of a sudden out of nowhere has got 70. Anybody buying that? No. No way. That's all the people out there still doing the magic mushrooms that they had shipped in from Amsterdam. Jackie Wilson's on the pool now. I don't have any yet. He'll get some. 512 votes already and most of them seem to be real. A couple of them. Otis Redding up here, Patsy Cline four, Janis Joplin, Rick Nelson, and Buddy Holly five. See that that just do you realize how ridiculous that is? That Janis Joplin is tied with Rick Nelson and Buddy Holly? I mean that's just outrageous. Buddy Holly, who wasn't around that long because he died in that plane crash, but he was considered to be one of the early uh pioneers. Indeed. Kind of like Davy Crockett and Daniel Boone. I think he came from the same town. But I'm sure you must have had many an argument. About and I'd like Janice to point Joplin. out, by the way, Elvis Presley is not from Tennessee. He's from Tupelo, Mississippi. I just mentioned that for the idiots there on the VH1. Oh. Anyway, I had arguments about what? Janis Joplin. Don't people argue that point with you all the time? What point? You mean the one that the guy said? sucked, and then they say, oh, no, she was great, this no. and that? No, no. All the time. Really? Oh, she was great. She great what? A great singer, a great performer. Well, the, same, the same people say that who say that Bruce Springsteen is a right. singer. Not just a great, the fact that they say he's a singer at all, I find very amusing. Couldn't sing his way out of a paper sack. And to watch him exploit the tragedy of 9-11 the way he's done, and waving the American flag and go through this whole dog and pony show to try to revive a flagging career, if I can use that word, just really pisses me off. Bruce freaking Springsteen. I think he's been blinded by his blight, if you ask me. He couldn't lick Manfred Mann's ass. Irish Springsteen. Asses. I was just thinking of old... Oh, Irish Springsteen. Is that on here? I think it's ACN. Oh. Oh, it's in the thing? It's in your thing. Anyway, uh, the fact that Rick Nelson and uh, Buddy Holly have to be saddled with Janis Joplin, who's going door-to-door trying to sell personal care products to Carlos so we can douche in the shower in the uh, bathtub. Seriously, you should have seen when I went in there to take a leak. 825. Uh, I'll never forget it. And he's got, like, all these uh, stuff, all this stuff around, like he's at home. Know. Some people bathe before they leave in the morning. Yeah, that's generally a good idea. Well, maybe he doesn't have a tub at the house. Where does he live? Water. Do we know if he lives, like, in a place? In his car, I think. Does he live in his car? Does he have a car? He has a car. 
Oh, what kind of car does he have? Little one. Uh, he has a little. Oh, Rick Nelson just moved ahead of uh, Janis Joplin. Thank you, whoever did that. Thank you very much. If I had a prize to send you, I'd do. We have nothing. Harry Chapin, eight. George Harrison's got only nine. George Harrison's got only nine? What's wrong with you people? He died not that long ago. Even if we only wanted to vote on, like, My Sweet Lord and, uh, what's the other one that I love? George Harrison's song. The George Martin thing. Got my mindset on you. Okay, very good. Oh, very good. And there are a lot of people, ah, oh, that's commercial crap. That's that, like that uh, George Martin, ELO, it's all that same crap. How it was you... great. It was great. I played that on Zeta. It was coming out of my ears at Zeta because I loved it. Better than that crap Petey uh, Bulger wanted us to play. You idiot, you assassin, you grave robber. Kurt Cobain, 10. Morris Gibb, 11. Bob Marley's got 11, Mon. See, Bob Marley's on there. What do you, what should people be talking about? Karen Carpenter's got 13. A lucky number for us, an unlucky one for her, though. Jerry Garcia's got 16. Roy Orbison, 19. Frank Zappa, 22. I guarantee you Roy would be doing better if we had some good stuff. Like, you got it. You got it? Frank Zappa, 22. Marvin Gaye, 24. Uh, Jim Croce, 29. Thank you again to Muff and uh, Little Robert for the Jim Croce stuff. He would never have gotten that many votes. And you want to know what really put him over? Got him that many votes? What? Big Bad Leroy, Leroy Brown. Oh, yeah. Well, this is the kind of place where that would be. Most of America is the kind of a place. Oh, yeah. It's great, but it's a little on the rednecky side. Oh, Muff's head is in the door again. Don't slam it. He oh, took actually burned the CD. I beg your pardon? He already told me that. I gave him credit. That was a talk-up that will live for the ages. It wasn't one of those contrived phony talk-ups, Ricky Ticky. Like that puking thing we got. 40 degrees is a magic city, that thing. What is that under, that uh, thing? Irish Springsteen? No, no, the, uh, the, uh, the talk-up thing. I think it's under Ricky Ticky. No, it's because that's not Ricky Ticky. You're, uh, you're losing it. Just before I really thought you were like making a comeback, that's not under Ricky Ticky. The, the cart that it was on had a, just a question mark on the front of the car. Remember the label? Right. Had a question mark on it. Isn't it amazing that we can remember with our brilliant minds all of this unimportant crap? It's almost like remembering Harold Snodgrass at Hazel Park and Joe Lighthill and Jack Ackerman and Jimmy Arthur. But at any rate, here comes Atlanta, Georgia on the outside, and here on the far outside is Candid Rodney just mowing him down. Remember Candid Rodney? Of course not. No. Who so who, who was Rodney? that that did that talk up if it wasn't Ricky Ticky? It wasn't him. It, wasn't him. it was a phony. It was a, it was a contrived for our benefit. It was somebody at uh, the coast inside the IOD building. Don't you remember that? Of course. That wasn't well, Ricky Ticky. That wasn't a real it. thing. And then the bird and I were like laughing. Our, oh, wasn't it on the phone? It had to be on the phone, because that's been. when we cracked up when he uh, hit the post. Probably even still on the, even the Panthers haven't hit the post as often. Of course, when you only got 12 shots, how many times are you going to hit the post anyway? But hitting the post don't count as a shot. I know that. Don't call in and start giving me information, okay? I know my hockey crap. And believe me, crap is the word they've been playing. A call from Kansas City. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Pretty good. So how about Wilbur Harrison in Kansas City? You bet. I, I used to live in South Florida. listen to you. Now I get you on the net. Right. Hey, uh... You, 
took a little bit of my thunder earlier. I was going to nominate Carl Wilson, but uh, the other one you left out, really major artist, is Sam Cooke. Not, yeah, just to put him on there. Oh, you did add him on and, there. And shame on us. No, that's because somebody faxed him in. Well, you know, there's so many of them, you can't uh, uh, can't have your thumb on every one. Yeah, I'll leave you with one more. I think we can nominate Keith Richards. I think he's dead. He just doesn't know it. Okay. Have a good one. Thanks. And Don Imus. Well, he's not a recording artist, although he did have an album, a couple of them. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Uh, Jackie Wilson, we just added on there. The list keeps it keeps getting bigger and bigger. That's the way we like it. It keeps expanding like like a wild out of control uh, thing. Where's that thing? Where um, where the hell is that? Where Jennifer says it just keeps getting bigger. Yeah, what's going on with Jennifer? By the way, do we know? Haven't heard from her in a while. I would have thought she would have called after my. We heard from Terry Griffin after uh, right. Mike died. And we heard from Ricky Ticky, which you're knocking now. No, that thing is in there. I just don't know what it's under, which is well, kind of hard. I don't know. You don't know? What it's under. I thought it was Ricky Ticky. All of these years you thought that was Ricky Ticky? It was a Not phone. a real Ricky Ticky, but that's what I thought they were making fun of, and that's what I thought it was labeled as. No. It had a question mark on the front. Remember question mark on the Mysterians? Although yes, I have a feeling he's probably still alive. And I'll tell you again, he was from Saginaw, Michigan. Remember, we had to look that up because there were others who were questioning my uh, knowledge, my question mark knowledge. I know my question marks, okay? 20 till noon at 560 WQAM. We got the Mad Dog at 1. We got the Humper from the AAA Arena where the Heat are losing every game that they play. Well, that was on the road. Now that they're home, they're going to lose again, you think? Yeah. Probably. Anyway, Hank will be there to try to drum up some interest because there ain't nothing else going on. 7 to 10, you got the big O, Orlando Alzegui at the Senior Bowl. 10 o'clock, it's Eddie K from GA with all the odds and whether we all show up again tomorrow. And Joe and Mark overnight. 20 till noon at 560 WQM. Yeah, you're trying to figure out where that's at, huh? It's, yeah. it's in there, and I never thought it was in there. But I'll find the cart. It's got the big question mark on it. Hey, guys, the New Year's here. If your New Year's resolution is to get out of that crappy dead-end job and get you a new high-paying computer career, here's the time to whack today. Fast Train is holding a free career seminar tonight at its Kendall, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and Pembroke Pines locations. It's a free seminar. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN to reserve your seat. That's 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Make 2003 the year that you're in a high-paying computer job. If you're overworked, underpaid, or in a real crappy job, this could be the most important 50 minutes of your entire life. Fast Train can have you certified and ready for your dream job in just four short months. Call Fast Train toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. They've got convenient day, evening, and weekend classes for you. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN to reserve your seat for this evening, tonight. For directions, you can check them out on the web if you like at FastTrain.com. Live and local, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. Floridians, dumb as dirt. I found the current, by the way. They want to. Okay, I think we got to let me get a little bit more compression going here. Because we'd love to hear myself with the gravel. I got pipes, man. Hey, 75 degrees in the magic city. Hey, we're broadcasting live. Hold on a second. Let me uh, let me stop that over. 75 degrees in the magic city. Here's another great song all over your radio now. Come on down with it. We're going to get down tonight. We're going to get groovy. It's the right time of it. Boy, what the hell am I talking about? <laughs> okay, so anyway, that was... Uh, somebody called to say it was Johnny Dark. Oh, my God. Are you people out of your minds or what? It was not Johnny Dark. 
Here's a fact that says you cannot tell me Keith Richards is actually alive. He should count it. Also, John cannot fly Denver. Scott in Titusville just can't control himself. Put it back in your pants, Scott. Calm down. Let's see. Top 21 hit wonders. <laughs> no, that's the wrong poll, okay? I've got the uh, top 8 million one-hit wonders from VH1, so forget about that. Waylon Jennings, what do you say? No. No. How about Peter Jennings? He's still alive, but it's hard to tell the way he just kind of like, uh, I don't know, I don't like I don't like uh, ABC News. It's the George Will Network, and I won't watch it. Oh, and here's one. I guess Bill Cabrera must have called somebody and bribed him to fax that in. Should we put it on there or not? Dusty Springfield. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, how could, how, seriously, stop, stop and think about the nature of this poll. Here's the question again. And a lot of times I'll ask a poll, and, I, you know, we appreciate we get a lot of votes, and some of them are even real ones, but it's just that you don't look at the question carefully enough. Stop and think about it. Take two or three seconds before you hop right in there and do something stupid like Duff's talking about the ballad of John and Yoko, which he apologized for. He said he never wants to hear it again as long as he lives. Who Who is your all-time favorite dead recording artist? Dead. Now, well, I get it. Who, I would, who it. would say that Dusty Springfield... That would be like saying, if she dies someday, which she might, Celine Dion. You know? You some, some frogs. Some froggy oh, canucks. We don't, frogs aren't allowed to vote in our poll. Okay? We have a frog filter. They can croak if they want to, but they sure can't vote on our poll. Who is your all-time favorite dead recording artist? Elvis, Janis Joplin, John Lennon. How about the Lennon sisters? How about Lawrence Welk? Huh? Lawrence Welk. What, what's that thing we got in there? Oh, I know what we've got in there. I never play it. Oh, don't tell me it's not in here. What is that under? G-Dad. Is that under G-Dad? Oh, Wurlitzer. I don't, I don't see it. How come it's in my DCS in Toronto and it's not in the one here? Oh, because it's the guy's name. Who said that? No, it's not. That's Lawrence Welk. No, it's not. It's not in here? It's in there, but it's not Lawrence Welk who said that. Oh, it's the Stan Freeberg. There it is. It's under Stan Freeberg. I see what you're saying. It could be possibly be under Stan Freeberg. See, you always do that too. It's not. Maybe it's under Freeberg. I don't think it's in here and you're just making up all kinds of stories. It's not in there. You lied. George lied. Anyway, can I get back? What, what, what the hell was I doing? Jimi Hendrix, by the way, overlooked some of those votes on there because I, I, I catch that in a heartbeat. You're not fooling this old queen. I'll tell you that right now. That's what uh, Freddie Mercury would say if he could. Elvis, Janis Joplin, John Lennon. I want to keep saying the Lennon sisters. I don't know why. It's just the way he used to say it. Now the Lennon sisters. That's the crowd from Winmore that comes over there to Pompano Park, especially when, on the Monday nights when we have the free spaghetti dinner. They come from Winmore and from, uh, what's the other place up there? Not Cemetery Village. What's the other geriatric, uh, hotbed? Winmore and, uh, there's one other one. Well, there are two Cemetery Villages. No, no, there, there's in Pompano, there's another one, another one. Somebody will call. George Harrison, Roy Orbison, Jim Morrison, Jimi Hendrix, Maurice, Morris Gibb. Stop calling him Maurice already, okay? Mo Gibb. Marvin Gaye, Jim Croce. Oh, Jim Croce. I think if they want to have a true test of a patriotism, that everybody should stand up. And anybody who raises their hand and says they don't like Jim Croce, immediately deported. That would satisfy Pat Buchanan, I think. He's a little bit unhappy that a lot of you folks came in. 
George and Carlos. Jim Croce, Buddy Holly. You like Buddy Holly? Sure, why not? We like Buddy. He was a little overrated, I would say, though. How many hits did Buddy Holly have before he died? Peggy Sue. That'll be the day. That was Buddy Holly and the Crickets. What else? Let me look it up in the book just because we don't want to be scientific. What else? I mean, he did die at a very young age, and he was going to be bigger than life itself, I guess. He was extraordinarily ugly, like Roy Orbison. I, I think that helps. I think that helps a lot. Oh, look at all the uh, hits on here, but not big ones, see? Peggy Sue. That oh, oh, boy. That's right. Oh, boy. Maybe, baby. Rayvon. Oh, yeah. Think it over. Fool's Paradise. Early in the morning. Real wild child. Heartbeat. It doesn't matter anymore. Raining in my heart. And someday when I'm gone from you. Oh, Bobby V and the crickets. That must be after uh, that plane crash. Bobby V. Remember, Phil Henry hated Bobby V. Remember that? I got very upset that day, and I admitted he was right, and Bobby V sucked. But at any rate, no, I I like Bobby V's one song. Not Red River. Not, uh, not Red River. What was the one song he had? The Night Has a Thousand Eyes is the one I like, but the, there's one other one that was horrible. Red Rubber Ball was the circle, which we just got through hearing on. They want to. Okay. On there. Oh, I better cue that up again. Because, you know, next time we go to play that. Huh? And you see, you asked me if it was on a cart. Couldn't you tell by how muddy it sounded? Because well, it's going to sound that we, muddy when we, we transfer. We have, a, we have a contest going on between the cart and the cart machine. In rubber here. ball. Rubber. See, I, see, I had my balls uh, confused. Yeah. I had my balls all screwed up there. Rubber ball by Bobby V. And red rubber ball was by the circle. Jerk. What's wrong with you? Five, six, seven. Oh, I'm telling you, the music stuff that we do, I, I just uh, get blown away. In fact, I think we're changing format to all music, oh! starting right now, okay? I mean, if it was good enough for QM back in the old days, I guarantee our signal's probably a lot better now than it was then, because our crack engineering department. <laughs> Aren't they on crack? I'll tell you, Julio's got a big crack, I'm sure of that, because he's, he's a good right, guy, though. We like over. Julio a lot. I don't want to, I don't want to think about when Julio bends yeah, over, <laughs> especially if you're like downwind. Can you imagine? Can you imagine when the fat people in this building cut oh cut loose? Man, oh man, oh man. Can you imagine being downwind from fat boy? <laughs> Woo! Talk about heavy duty. Good golly, Miss Molly. How about little Richard? He's still alive, he's still preaching it. Five six seven, oh five sixty, pound five sixty. Pay no attention to those Jimi Hendrix votes on there. He's gonna get DQ'd. He's gonna get back for a lap down break at the wire and get knocked down a couple of notches. And by the way, anybody speaking at lap down break at the wire who tells me that Randy Waples ain't a great driver and that the drivers in the uh Ontario uh, uh whatever they call it, the Ontario the OJC circuit aren't great. I know he's just having fun with me. Like Dick Feinberg was doing last night. Dick Feinberg, by the way, will share with you some of the acid that they dropped in his coffee last night at the track. He was talking all kinds of stuff. When he started telling me about what a great driver Dave Ingraham was, at that point, <laughs> I didn't know whether to laugh or cry. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Here's a call on line one that don't have nothing next to it. George, hello. Where's this from? I, I don't know. Here's a call from somewhere. Is that me? That's you. you. Where are, Where are you calling from, sir? Oh, okay, Fort Lauderdale. All right. Well, I wouldn't tell anybody either. Okay, well, I know some of the details about that, uh, uh, the Aerosmith resurrection and Run DMC. Go right ahead. The actual... They put uh, the it back on the map is what I'm hearing. Uh, well, sort of. The actual resurrection happened long before the Armageddon soundtrack in 1989 with songs like Ragdoll and Janie's Got a Gun. Right, great. Right, right before that, though, before we saw uh, the band again on MTV, Run DMC redid that song and had Aerosmith star in it. So they didn't really have anything to do with it. They just kind of 
showed us Steven Tyler right before David Geffen resurrected Aerosmith with the Jamie's Got a Gun and everything. There you go. Uh, can I ramble a quick conspiracy before I hang up? It's only two sentences. Sure, go right ahead. Okay. The term British Invasion actually originated from the CIA to represent British artists whose lyrics, some of their lyrics, were originally intended to work on the minds of a few assassins living in the United States. But that all ended when the CIA used their own assassin, Mark David Chapman, to kill John Lennon, who didn't know the origin of some of the Beatles' lyrics and was stupid enough to stay living here. All right? Okay. <laughs> Did you know that the CIA killed John Lennon? Up until this moment, I never knew that. Oh, Roger Whitaker. <laughs> he belongs on there. He belongs in the box. You just let him rest. Oh, Tom Ayer. Here's the, thank you. Tom Ayer is the place in town. Didn't he do Durham Town? Or was that boxcar really? <laughs> the faxes are getting better by the minute, folks. Anybody that picks on Steve Tyler is going to have to call over my big fat smelly body. I'll tell you that right now, okay? Steve Tyler is God, right next to. Ew, God. That's right. It's great. I, I still don't understand anybody who doesn't like their music. What What is there to knock about their music? Huh? I mean, I realize not everybody likes fish food or Rocky Road ice cream, but how could you not like Aerosmith? Explain that to me. In addition to which I discover, and I found this out the hard way over the years, every time we talk about music, that the people who dislike them, dislike them intensely. It's not like just, yeah. they hate them. Huh. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe they figured like they're competing with somebody that they like. I don't have any idea. Just that the people who don't like Aerosmith hate them. Hmm. Both of them. Now here, I was trying to think, thank goodness for Duff here, because this is his one area of expertise, is this corny old music, him and Boca Bryant. But somebody faxes Blue on Blue by Bobby Vinton. <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't exactly Bobby V. He's got Bobby Vinton, uh, the Polish prince, confused with Bobby V. What are you laughing about? That's what he's known as, the Polish prince. I know all about okay? it. Okay? Sure. It's almost enough to inspire me to play the God, uh, the Godfather polka. Don't you think? In honor of Bobby Vinton, who's still alive, by the way. Bobby V. Are you sure? Positive. It's four minutes till noon, boy. I love that. I just that just gets me in the right mood, you know. And by the way, that having been said, the Godfather polka. I just want to mention, in conjunction with that, a mo. We're monitoring you here on this show. Here's a fax from Phil and Coral Springs, who says the other geriatric joint is Palmer. Thank you. Just got it. And how about Cass Elliott? They insist on Mama Cass. Huh? Well, I mean, it's free to put her on here. There, she might get what? How about her sister? Votes? If we got Ja Rule, how about Ja Mama? What do you say, Mama? Okay, let's put her on there and see what happens. Put big fat Mama Cass on there, Eric. Don't listen to these guys, okay? You're just doing a out of prejudice. Da, 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 da. Oh, that's right. Carlos just reminded me that Papa John just croaked here da, not too long ago. Papa John from the pizza place. 
I know he died. I know he died. We love John Sebastian. Let's put him on there. All right. Well, he he belongs on there more than Mama Cass. Crass. He wasn't some fat old slob that ate too many uh, salami sandwiches and choked on him. John Sebastian was a pretty good uh, musician. Sure. Let's put John Sebastian on there. What do you say? Oh! And then maybe we'll put Joel Sebastian on there later. Man, was he a good disc jockey, Joel Sebastian. I loved him. Let's play some more of that DJ stuff. Okay. No, I mean, it's just uh, it's just a joke. Boy, you're just you're brutal. You really are. I, I, all the things that that one faxer said about you, you didn't even come close. So we're putting Mama Cass on there, and who else? And Joel, uh, Joel, I mean uh, John Sebastian. You don't even know who Joel Sebastian was. He was on WSYZ in Detroit. He was a he was a disc jockey. He was on oh. CKLW in Detroit. He was on uh, I think on WCFL. And he was also on WXYZ. In fact, once upon a time, WXYZ in their heyday is a rock station in Detroit. All the guys in there had that same kind of like, I don't know how to describe the throaty, they had a kind of like Phil Henry, you know, that throaty kind of sound. Phil's got that real... Gravelly. Yeah. No, not gravelly, but like a rich... Joel Sebastian sounded like that, and Lee Allen, and also the guy, Don Z, that was on the weekend. And then he went to CKLW, I believe, with Dave Schaefer and Dead Babies. Two minutes till noon at 560 WQM. If your back isn't feeling the way it should, then the rest of you probably feels like crap, too. Get yourself a great new mattress for the new year and for a long time to come. Do the smart thing. For once in your life, don't be a sucker. Don't get sucked in by the bedding in department stores and paying all of that extra cash when you can just make one easy call and be sleeping like a child in no time to dollar mattress. Call 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, and they'll have you sleeping like a baby all year long. And they carry only the best-name brand mattresses in the world. they got them all. Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coral, in every size and style. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll be talking with an expert bedding consultant who'll hook you up with exactly the kind of bed you and your back like. And as far as delivery is concerned, unbeatable. You get to choose the time and date that they uh, show up, and they do show up exactly on time, and you pick the two-hour window when it's convenient for you. Dollar Mattress prides itself on their 99% on-time record, which is just one of many reasons why they're ranked numero uno for overall customer satisfaction. And Kelby's sleeping on one, George's, and I'm sleeping on a Dollar Mattress, too, and loving every second of it. Call that toll-free number, 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, the perfect way to start off a new year with a great new name-brand mattress and an unbeatable price for you and your back. Sports Radio 560, QAM. Oh, this is Rosie O'Donnell, and the clock on my stomach says it's the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. And away we go. Hundreds of people suffer with this strange affliction, sinking deeper and deeper into uncontrollable depression. But now, there's help. Introducing the Bachelorette Recovery Center. Grief-stricken, roseless bachelorettes find comfort and solace in each other. Hi, I'm Heather from Texas. I loved The Bachelor almost right away. When I didn't get the rose, I thought of kidnapping him and putting him in my basement. But security quickly led me out before I could get to my duct tape. Since I've been here at The Bachelorette Recovery Center, I've realized I... Am not alone. Hi, I'm Christy from Idaho. I fell in love with The Bachelor within minutes. I've been in several relationships, but they never seem to work out. The last five guys I dated threw themselves off bridges. Four of them lived, which is good. I'm still not totally over my obsession with the stranger in the house. That's what I call him. But through my time here at the BRC, I realize I'm not the only crazy, insecure, knife-wielding, sociopathic woman alive. Thanks, girls. Hey, how you doing? I'm Ralph. Hey, maybe some of you girls recognize me. You know, I was a caterer on the set of The Bachelor. As soon as I saw him, I had to have him. But unlike you ladies, 
I never even had a chance to get a rose. He never knew I was alive. <laughs> I mean, except for that one day when he came up to my roach coach, our eyes met, and he said, You got any Skittles? <laughs> I clammed up like one of them clams. I still think about him a lot, especially when somebody asks me, Hey, you got any Skittles? The Bachelorette Recovery Center is a nonprofit organization dedicated to the rehabilitation of heartbroken sociopaths. Call today to schedule your free no-obligation evaluation. At the Bachelorette Recovery Center, we believe it's not a crime to be crazy. 1203 and don't step on me again, please. 1203 at 560 WQM. John Phillips, not John Sebastian. Sebastian's still alive. John Phillips, that, who, who did that? Who said that? You. Well, we met John Phillips. That's what we met. Yeah. Well, we got him because John Sebastian's from the Love and Spoonful. John Phillips was from the Mamas and the Papas, okay? John Sebastian is still alive. Well, I thought he was because you said it. I You're full of crap. You're too. the one that said it. Carlos said it. You said you John was, Sebastian was dead. We were talking about Papa John, and you said John Sebastian. Wait, wait a minute. No, Papa John, I said uh, the pizza guy I was talking about. <laughs> John Phillips. No, but he was agreeing with me. You both agreed agree with me. No, he agrees with everything you say. I knew we were talking about Papa John, but I thought since you said John Sebastian that he was dead also. No, we were talking about Mama Cass. Mama's and the Papa's, I mean, okay? I, I know. His Monday, name is Papa Monday. John Phillips. His wife is Michelle Phillips, the famous lady. I Have know. another sandwich. John, so we apologize profusely. John Sebastian, of course, is still alive. We apologize to his friends and family. We don't want to do an Alex Bennett, Steve Kane thing there. But John Phillips is dead from the Mamas and the Papas. I guess I got another one that I found here. It goes to show you that we could probably uh, carry this pool on for about six months and just might do it. Because there are so many dead recording artists in so little time. Oh, no. Good one, Neil. Thank you. Tommy Shannon. I mean... Del Shannon. Not putting him on there, Eric. We can't put him all on there, but I just I just mentioned him in passing, which he did. Blew his brains out. Probably because of that uh, Runaway remake that he did. Remember that? Yeah. It was Runaway uh, 65 or 75 or whatever that was. Here's Pete Ham, singer for Badfinger. I love Badfinger, man. Just like Rutger Hauer says, I love uh, Badfinger. Like a little ketchup, salt. But anyway, we can't do that. It was a great movie. Excellent movie, The Hitcher. A lot of you folks never saw it, and you really missed out. That's when Tom C. Thomas Howell was doing it. C. Dick Run. Right. That was a good movie, The Hitcher. We're a little on the gory side. Probably a lot of you with queasy That's stomachs good. wouldn't want to see that, especially when he tied that broad up in between the two trucks with the rope. Jennifer Jason Lee. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Somebody has taken the trouble, which I appreciate profusely, of putting together a very elaborate series of faxes here that show the... Well, they got like little characters, you know, like little uh, matchstick uh, kind of like characters here for all the uh, different people who died. It's got Jeff Pocaro of Toto of a heart attack from cocaine. Toto. Wow. Danny Rep from Danny and the Juniors, suicide, age 41. Up until this moment, I never knew that. Did you know that? No. I'll be damned. Well, was that quick or what? Nice going, Neil. Thank you. dead why, why would somebody from Danny and the junior I guess because at the hop was their only hit 
I mean, they might have had something else marginal. I guess I could look it up, just you know, because you're a pain in the ass giving me that look. That look oh, like. I don't you know, care about Danny the uh, you, Why not? What do you got against them now? They ever do anything to you? No, look at this. They had a whole bunch of stuff there. In fact, if Muff weren't out to his four-hour lunch right now, I think he's doing liquid lunch today. At the hop, number one for seven weeks. How do you like that, huh? Number one for seven weeks, and you're making fun of Danny and the freaking juniors, mister? Vocal group formed while at high school in Philadelphia in 1955 as the Juveneers. Their music was a little bit juvenile, and they were the Juveneers. Danny Rapp was the lead singer, David White first tenor, Frank Maffey second tenor, and Joey Terranova baritone. Remember that the next time when somebody calls in, when you say that you're a Danny and the Juniors expert, when they ask you who the drummer was? The drummer was um, somebody. White later joined uh, the Spokesman. Oh, he must know uh, Brian Murray. The Spokesman appeared in the 1958 movie Let's Rock. Rapp committed suicide on 4583 at the age of 41. Boy, he's been dead. They had Rock and Roll is Here to Stay. Remember that? Rock sure. and Roll is Here to And all the songs had that same kind of like pretty crappy sound. Oh, uh, Dottie. I like Dottie. was pretty good. I knew you remember that, do you? No. I do. Dottie was okay. We reached number 39. Twist in USA. Pony Express. Back to the hop. They kept hopping on it. Like, like Chubby Checker in the Twist, which he released about 48 times. And every time it was a hit. Let's twist again like we did last summer. Let's twist again like we did last winter. Let's twist again like we did last spring. Let's twist it and yank it and pull it. Then you do some peppermint twist. That was Joey D and the Starlight. Okay, sorry. Twisting all night long <laughs> by Danny and the Juniors. Oh, I, I'm telling you, my psychic powers are spectacular. They're unbelievable. Do the doing the continental walk and ooh la la limbo. Oh, that reached number 99, and I think that was the that was the end for them. But was that before? Oh yeah, that was long. No wonder he committed suicide. Uh, that their last hit was in '63, and I say hit very loosely. And this uh, kid committed suicide in '83. Uh, so 20 years after they had a hit on the charts, he finally said, "Well, that's it. We're done." Sorry about that, Danny and Juniors. You were okay by me. They were kind of like you know who they reminded me a little bit of. They were like the forerunner of the new kids on the block. Is that what? What are you laughing about? Like that's a joke? That's very serious analyzation of my musical uh, perspication. I don't, I don't know the rest. I'm starting to sound like Mo now. You notice that? Isn't that how he talks? Well, you got to be more uh, emphatic when you say A little bit more emphatic and a little bit more uh, uh, bombastic. You're right. And pedantic. <laughs> you better watch yourself, mister. He's going to start monitoring your ass. And your tongue, too, okay, speaking of ass. Nine minutes past noon at 560 WQM on a spectacular Tuesday, man. This is a, this show today is so good it ought to be in the time capsule. I bet you Dick Clark or a whole bunch of other dicks out there would like to record this and put it in the time capsule for all time. Because it is so, it is right on it, man. Look at that. Del Shannon. And if you talk real nice to me, I'll even look him up in the book and give you the, the, the rub down on his deal. Not anymore, you're not. rains now, it's just kind of fertilizing what's left of Dell. Born Charles Westover, wow, in uh, 1934 in Coopersville, Michigan, died on 2-8-1990 of a self-inflicted gunshot wound with U.S. Army Get Up and, uh, what? With U.S. Army Get Up and Go radio show in Germany, discovered by Ann Arbor DJ producer Ali McLaughlin, formed own Burley label in 1963, wrote, I won't go to, oh, I go to pieces for Peter and Gordon. How do you like that? Did you know that? He wrote, I go to pieces for no Peter idea. Gordon. He had Runaway, Hats Off to Larry. Uh, Little Town Flirt. 
I mean, there were some other ones on here, but so obscure. Little Tom Furtreach, number 12. Handyman? I thought Jimmy Jones did Handyman. I guess he redone it. And that was, you know, once he redone it. Uh, Keep Searching? That was pretty well Follow the Sun. You remember that? Oh, I wish I had that. I like that song a lot. Maybe Boca Brown will burn. Don't you remember like Keep this. Searching? Follow the sun, the sun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Follow the sun. What is that? The sun. Well, I said oh, Boca Brown. He said Boca Brown. He just walked in the door. Oh. I told you I'm transferring my psychic powers over to George a little bit. Not too much, though. I don't like to share. Stranger in Town, The Big Hurt, Sea of Love. This doesn't even have a uh, uh, runaway. Uh, doesn't even have the second one. Probably because it didn't make the charts. That's why he blew his brains out. He said, I'm done. That's it. 11 after uh, noon at 560 WQM on a very musical Tuesday. We want to thank everybody for their tremendous participation today. We've got 655,000 votes on the poll, many of them real ones, amazingly enough. John Lennon, 96, Jimi Hendrix, 76, uh, bogus. Frank Sinatra, 65, and from there on down. Sinatra still keeps hanging in there, that old coot. And like I said earlier in the show, there's nothing more dangerous than an old coot. Old Coots and Young Coots can enjoy the pizza loft with two locations in Broward now. The original Davy location there, that's on University Drive between Griffin and 595. Right our uh, kitty corner of the Armadillo Cafe and the Pizza Loft Plaza right behind Pier 1 Imports with tons of free parking with delicious, great food, unbelievably big portions, teeny tiny prices. Everything is cooked to order, fresh and delicious. And when I say to order, boy, that's important because you don't want soggy pasta. You don't want overcooked stuff. You want it cooked fresh, and believe me, you'll taste the difference. And they've got the best garlic rolls in the world, three different kinds of great pizza. Every pasta dish under the sun, they do a great job of catering. They have takeout. They have delivery for uh, any of that stuff. Call 954-916-8880. 954-916-8880. Saw the pizza loft blimp last night when I was going to the track. I mean, the plane, whatever the hell that thing is. And in West Broward, out there by me, the good news is they got a brand-new pizza loft in Plantation on the corner of Knob Hill and Sunrise, right beyond Walgreens, and for the same great food, same teeny-tiny prices, and the same big, amazingly good, consistent portions all the time. 382-1999 is that number for takeout, delivery, and catering in West Broward. 954-382-1999. The prices are so low, you ought to be getting together and taking the whole gang in for a real Italian feast several times a week at the world-famous Pizza Loft now with two spectacular Broward locations. Sports Radio QAM. George, here's the definitive facts from Fort Myers. Listening on the Internet as usual. Slim Whitman and Peter Lemongello. Anybody have a heart or a liver? Peter Lemongello's dead. I was standing there one day, not thinking I would die from being able to make do-do. I should never eat McDonald's A Big Mac must be trapped inside my bowels ah, How can you die from infected parts? Girl, let these butcher doctors in Now my heart stops You schmucks at Sinai Tore my intestines out I guess I should have known what to expect Living in Miami With the kind of service you can get in this town I would act and leave tomorrow If I didn't eat that crap I swallowed <laughs> Why can't you lend me some ukulele? Why can't you losers get it right? My bowels were blocked Inside my hiney, can't make my turds go out. 
Now we're talking. And you know we're talking before about. But I thought you went to lunch. He couldn't. He, he couldn't leave. He just. Don't you have a chair in the room there with you? He should just sit there with you. No. He's so wrapped up with this that he's just. Uh, he's obsessed with this. He can't uh, handle it. How about this? How could we have left this out talking about Bobby Darren? Shame on you, George. Huh? Shame on you. You mentioned it. No, he didn't. You did. No, I, I didn't either. You mentioned that. Did I say Mac I heard it. Oh, no, I, I did it. not. I didn't say. See now. Just said it. <laughs> John Shannon. What about him? Tommy Shannon? Odell Shannon. Keeps oh, no, you're saying John Sebastian, so I'm just throwing And not only that, but how about this? Splish, splash, I was taking a bath. That was all about a In fact, Carlos was singing this when he was in the uh, bath and the uh, singing it now. Sink this morning. Thinking everything was all right. When I stepped out the tub, put my feet on the floor. I wrapped the towel around me and I opened the door And in a splish splash, I jumped back in the bath Well, how was I to know there was a party going on? There was a splishing and a splash Now let me ask you, did we actually put Bobby Darren on there or not? Because if we didn't, I'm really ashamed of you, of you. I think you talked me out of it <laughs> No, seriously, did we put him on there or not? I think not Oh, and you know what happened? Volker Bryan came in here in the middle of all these uh, spots all of these spots, all of my copies in here, like all balled up. But it was well worth it at half the price. Where the hell is my list, George? Did we ever put Bobby Darren on there? Bobby Darren is on there. What? What? What is he saying? Nothing. There was just this whole big thing going on in here. I thought we might want to share it. Oh with yeah, the well we over we eavesdropped a little bit on that. But I was busy looking for Bobby Darren. He's on there. How's he doing on our polls? Matter of fact, come on, Bobby, where are you? He's good, Bobby Darren. He ain't doing too good now, but he's, let's see. Huh? He probably can sing better than, uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Let's see. I don't, I don't see no Bobby Deering. I'm getting a little bit suspicious of what happened here, you know? I'm looking, I'm looking. Maybe this is one that Eric missed. Oh, I don't see Bobby Deering on there, Eric. Uh-oh. Do you see it? I don't see it. Morris Gibb, Kurt Cobain, George Harrison, Roy Orbison. John Lennon, who was murdered by the CIA. Uh, I don't see no Bobby Darin, and I've got it written right down here. It's right under Bob Marley. So if you're looking for Bobby Darin, just lift up Bob Marley, and you'll find his uh, ass right under the dreadlocks. Right? He was great, Bobby Darin. We better get that on there right away, Eric, before people start laughing at us, destroying our credibility, what little we have left working on this station. Now, did we talk about this one? Yes. I, I don't like Remember this Remember, it's up uh, This is corny. I, I don't it's like corny, this. It's corny, but fun. Oh, this is the one that must came in and told you the right title of the song. But this one, on the other hand, great. Is this Bad Bad Big Boy Brown? Yeah, Bad Big Bad uh, Downtown. You can talk about your and your this is great. You remember this? Sure. Queen of the Hop. Hop on this. When it comes to the chicken order, doing up, I, I got a girl 
Well, they call the queen of the hopper when I love my queen. You hear that? Love my queen. Do you know who I mean? Oh, yeah. I got some pretty good ideas. Sweet little 16. Gay. Thanks to Boca Brian for bringing in Bobby Deering or what's left of him anyway. Yeah, let's get that on there right away. Gee, I, it's a good thing I double-checked on that. Wouldn't that have been an idiotic taking that poll without Bobby Deering? Indeed. What do you think about Del Shannon? think we ought to add him on there? He's not on there? No. All those hits? He had three or four good hits. He certainly had as many hits as some of the other stiffs we got on here. Oh, he belongs on there before some of these other people like Mama Cass. Did we actually put Mama Cass? Oh, I don't know. I, I, I better check that. out, okay? Yeah. Mama La Cass. Uh, she ain't on there. I think Eric went out to lunches. Jackie Wilson don't have any. I don't see no Mama Cass. I don't see no Bobby Darren. I don't see no, uh, who is it? Del Shannon. Del Shannon. Tommy Shannon. You know from Tommy Shannon. He used to be on WKBW with Joey Reynolds in Buffalo. And then he went to WSYZ and CKLW in Detroit. Tommy Shannon. In fact, Joey Reynolds and Tommy Shannon were the managers of, um, what was the group? Uh, that they ripped off? The Rock and Rebels? The Rock and Rebels. Broke O'Brien. What is happening with him? Oh, Broke O'Brien. Yeah, Wild I Weekend. A, I got a ringer in Wild here. Weekend. In fact, we used to have that on a cart. It wouldn't surprise me at all if it was in the, uh, not in there. I'll be damned. Well, I had a cart on that. That was a good song, too. It was on Swan Records. Remember that? Wild Weekend by the Rock and Rebels. And Joey and Tommy, somehow, they never, they never got one penny. That song was released, I don't know how many times. In fact, let me look it up in a book. What was that you were playing? More, more, more. Let's hear a lot less, less, less of whatever the hell you were playing. Oh, I like that. Uh, what am I looking for? The Rockin' Rebels. Now, see, nobody knows this, but unless you're from Buffalo, and if you're from Buffalo, congratulations for getting out. I see the Sabres just filed for uh, Chapter 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, and 14. So that's two teams within just a week's period of time, the Ottawa Senators and the Buffalo Sabres. And uh, Gary Bettman says... Uh, oh, we're fine. Yeah, right. Good luck to you, Gary, okay? You've got big tourists, man. Big tourists. See the Rebels, Rockin' Rebels. It says, see the Rebels. Okay, let's see the Rebels. Want to see the Rebels? Red Hot Chili Peppers. What was the guy that died from the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Nobody. Yeah, they did. Yeah, oh. they did. In fact, I have oh, another fax. they were famous. I have a fax here somewhere, which I think I probably threw out. Uh, you do, See, you're learning something every day. How about Brian Jones from the Stones, drowned in a swimming pool? Yeah. Age 27, because that's 100 years ago. Uh, Bobby Fuller, the Bobby Fuller 4. Oh, no. Suicide by drinking gasoline. <laughs> Who am I looking for? Uh, somebody from the Red Hot Chili Peckers. Uh, uh, what is it? I don't see it. But there definitely was one on here. I couldn't possibly have made that up. Graham Parsons from the Birds died of heart failure after massive alcohol abuse at only the age of 26. Paul Butterfield of the Butterfield Blues Band, age 44, drugs and alcohol. This is a really good job here that somebody done for me. Uh, John Cipollina, liver failure. Who the hell was John Cipollina? We don't know who that is. Do you know who it is? Nope. Rod Mc Ron McKernan of the Grateful Dead, alcoholic cirrhosis at age 27. Boy, 27, 28. Look at these ages here, man. This is grotesque. There ought to be a law against this. Phil Ox. Suicide by hanging, age 35. Sid Vicious, we want to put him on there? No. Where's Silver Messenger Service? L Lena, whatever it is. I beg your pardon? Quick Silver Messenger Service for John Cipollina. Oh, 
But what does that have to do with the uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers? Nothing. I saw it on here myself only moments ago, and now I can't find the damn thing, which really just, it makes you feel like you're losing it, you know? Smashing pumpkins, heroin overdose. Oh, here you go. Hillel Slovak, Red Hot Chili Peppers, heroin overdose, age 25. See, you're wrong. George is wrong. It's the big buzzer. Proving that nobody's perfect, even though you've come up with some amazing, I mean, uh, oh, you didn't get, Brian did See, when I thought you came up Rebels. with that Rock and Rebels. Yeah, no, no <laughs> Who are you kidding, Mr. Talk you about don't it. know your Rock and Rebels in Buffalo Radio, mister. He would talk about it all the time, Joey. When I had to do those And what, uh, what would he say? Shows. What would he say? I don't know. I had it tuned out. Joey would talk about the Rock and Rebels all the time and pretend that maybe those guys actually really got paid. He was a pain in the ass is what I heard. I am that hemorrhoid. Yeah. He would talk about that rats up your ass or whatever that's Rats thing. in my room. Yeah. That was him and Tommy Shannon, rats in my room. That was a real song. Believe it or not. And, of course, every time he and Bill Marshall were in the studio, George was thinking, rats in our room. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. Got 100 open lines now again. Well, that's because we're rambling now, but I like when we're rambling because we're hearing good music. Gotta see you dance to the yellow dog blues. She's my sugar time, baby, I'm a lollipop. And everybody knows I love my queen of the hop. I will love my queen. I have my nose up Neil's ass. Do you know who I mean? I take back what I said before. He was pretty damn good, Bobby Darren. But, but you were naming Beyond the Sea. That's uh, fat. I didn't like his corny stuff. I liked his uh, upbeat stuff like that. Dream Lover. Well, Dream Lover wasn't upbeat, but it was great. That was a good song. That was his best song. Is there any argument about that? No. See, it's always a good way to win an argument is like to close the debate before anybody else has a chance. At, uh, 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 sorry. Time's up. 26 pen. Now, what about Dusty Springfield? We put around there to pacify Booker Bryan? Because I better check this list here because Eric has left the building. Oh, there he goes. you got Del Shannon, Mama Cass. Bobby Darren's already got a vote, and he just went on there. We apologize to the Bobby Darren fans profusely. What about Dusty Springfield? Let's put around there just to make Booker Bryan happy since he was kind enough to bring in some of this really crappy, I mean, great old music. Did we ever put John Phillips, Papa John Phillips on there? John Phillips Souza? Hey. We're just playing John Phillips. No, he don't have no John Phillips on here. Of course not. They're not going to know who that is. Are they? We didn't. I mean, we did, but you think they'll know who that is, Mamas and Papas? If you say Papa John Phillips, then they'll know. They'll think it's time to order a pizza. 27 past, uh, what do we think about Papa John's pizza? Well, let's not talk about it. 27 past noon, we know that they're still over there on the uh, 79th Street Causeway, right up the street from where Sonny's Market used to be. We're so sorry, Sonny. See you in Toronto, eh? You think he's still alive, Sonny? I'm sure. He was a good guy, you know. Very I mean, good guy. A little bit, uh, I don't know how to say it. Misguided. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of bad business judgment, I would say, after all those years, expanding while the neighborhood was turning into a toilet. But nevertheless, Flores is still there. Our close personal friends and sponsors, right. Flores, which shows you how great they got to be. They're about the only ones left in that hood, which is a shock. Have you ever been presented with an opportunity when you should have, could have, or would have done something, but you passed on it and made a bad mistake? Don't do it again. Because here's that incredible Fannie Mae mortgage rate at 3.45% out there just waiting for you. The rate's available by calling Financial Group toll-free at 1-800-940-5363. If you were to compare a 7% rate with 3.45%, you'd save 3500 bucks in the first year alone for each $100,000 that you owe. 100000 bucks is only 447 a month. Here's an opportunity that won't last. It's a 40-year low. So if you're thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call Financial Group toll-free, 1-800-940-5363. The process is simple, and the call is absolutely, positively free. 
1-800-940-LEND. Financial Group has been an equal housing lender to thousands of borrowers with this Fannie Mae program. Credit restrictions do apply and rates are subject to change if you wait too long. 5.34 APR. Call Financial Group today at 1-800-940-LEND. Live and local. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. Oh, God. He'll tour the shore till the air ain't there. Go tell his wife that he lost his life and no one really cares. Remember this golden gasser. Wonderful WQAM. I think that's more than enough, don't you? We're not putting him on there, Richie Valens, but he deserves, like, honorable mention. Don't you think? You, you mentioned him, honorably. Okay. And I'll tell you somebody else that we're not going to put on there, but deserves very honorable mention, and somebody faxed it to me. Is... Well, it's one for the money, two for the show. Carl Perkins. Free to get ready now. Go, cat, go, but don't you. Right. Step on my blue suede Love his restaurants. You can do anything. Pancake houses. my blue He could have worked on Fox Network. He could have worn a lot of pancake makeup. It's 26 to 1 at 560 WQM. We got the Mad Dog at 1. We got Hank from uh, the American Airlines Arena. We got the big, uh, oh! from the, uh, wherever that is, the Senior Bowl. And then we got Eddie K from GA to give you the odds on whether everybody shows up again tomorrow and uh, Joe and Mark overnight talking about Pompano Park and how great a job Brian Sears is doing and how Mickey McNichol ain't all that. Uh, well, he's, he is what he is. 98 votes for John Lennon, who is your favorite all-time dead recording artist. Poor John Lennon was knocked off by the CIA. Who else was probably off by the CIA besides Kennedy? Who else do you think was an Ocean provocateur? Jim Morrison. He was probably kidnapped. He's, he's probably being held somewhere in the south of France. Don't you think? Sure, on that island. Yeah, the one where they sent uh, Napoleon. Is that Elba? Elba. Uh-huh. I do like Elba macaroni. John Lennon, 98, Jimi Hendrix, 79. A lot of those phony, by the way, but I noticed they've slowed down a little bit because we were on to them. Frank Sinatra, 68. Frankie Panky. Jim Morrison, only 51. What's the matter with you folks, huh? Well, again, we're asking who's your all-time favorite, and you're just telling you your taste is in your tush. I mean, anybody who would pick Frank Sinatra over Jim Morrison has got to be over the age of 100. 
Elvis 45. Like, you know, he's a men's a men's with Elvis in his crowd. Like, uh, they can take him or leave him. Underline the leave him part. Freddie Mercury, 39. Jim Croce, 31. Marvin Gaye, 29. Frank Zappa, 25. Who's still uh, doing uh, doing it on down with Bobby Brown? Or is he going down on? Uh, Roy Orbison, 24. Bob Marley, 24. Karen Carpenter, 19. Come on, let's bring Karen in for lunch tomorrow. What do you think? I'd play like a little Karen Carpenter stuff, but that'd be the end of the show. I like the Carpenters just fine, but you have to be in the right mood for it. Are we in, are we in the right mood for it now? No. I'll let you know when I'm in the right. No, I mean, you know, rainy days and Monday. Plus, she was awfully butch sounding, you know? Boy. Deep voice. She had a real deep voice, like kind of like Anne Murray. Kenneth Mas Macho, Anne Murray, Karen Carpenter, or Janet Reno? Well, Anne Murray had more facial hair. Or Martina Navratilova. Anne Murray has facial hair? Well, I don't know if she has it right now. There, it's funny you should mention that because there's an infomercial I keep seeing about Anne Murray's greatest hits. And you're right, she hasn't shaved in about six months. And her face either. Uh, Jim Croce, 31, Marvin Gaye, 29, Frank Zappa, 25, Bob Marley, 25, Roy Orbison, 25, a three-way tie there. Karen Carpenter, I guess I already did that. Jerry Garcia, 18, George Harrison, 16, Kurt Cobain, 14. They just like Kurt Cobain because it rhymes with cocaine, because we know that Nirvana sucked. Oh, I'm sorry. More, more, Morris Gibb, 12. Uh, Harry Chapin's got nine. You didn't want to put him on there, Harry Chapin. I didn't. You said you'd rather go out in the street corner and call a taxi for Carlos so we can go to a place where they got like a real shower. Wouldn't it be nice if we could actually take a shower sometime, Carlos? Maybe that's why he keeps offering to come to my house and fix my computer. Now, i got two showers in my house, and you can't use either one of them. Janice Joplin, seven. Patsy Cline, six. Rick Nelson, six. Buddy Holly's got five. Sam Cook's only got three? Boy. Otis Redding up here. Bobby Deeren's got one. And we put these on late editions, but they don't have any votes yet. Jackie Wilson, Mama Cass, Del Shannon, Dusty Springfield have all got the big. Oh! Put them all together and you still got the big. Oh! How do you like them apples? Here's the facts that says, Please don't forget about Mary Wells with their many hit records and Laura Nero, a brilliant songwriter-singer. For example, it's going to take a miracle. Well, guess what, uh, Greg? This is a different Greg. It's going to take a miracle for us to put Laura Nero on there. When you say, I'd rather put Peter Nero on there. Remember Peter Nero? No. I bet you Boca Brian does. He used to tinkle on the piano on RCA Records. Boca Brian said he was a pianist. He was a pianist. How about Roger Williams and Jane Morgan, huh? And two different worlds. Mary Wells. What do you think? I, I could put her on there, but we won't. We don't want to, like, overdo it and have, like, a hundred names on there, although we easily could. Mary Wells? Mary, Boca Brian says yes. Okay, put Mary, my guy. He says Mary Wells is my kind of guy. Put my guy on there, Mary Wells. She's dead. Plus, don't forget the stuff she did with Marvin's gay. Right? And as long as we're talking about Marvin Gaye, we could have put Tammy Terrell on there, but I don't think so. You want to know why? Because Tammy Terrell, I don't think on her own. Did she have any hits on her own, Tammy Terrell? Not that we know of. I could look it up in the book, but if so, marginal at best. We like Tammy Terrell a lot, right? Didn't we like her a whole lot? Yeah, it's fine. And, and what about Kim Weston? Is she still alive? They named her? a community in South Florida after her. Huh? And they also named a, uh, the uh, head of North Korea after her, too. Kim... Oh, Bill Jong. Anyway, he's a douchebag. Is what the president said. He said he gives him the willies. He uh, scares him. Twenty-one till one at five sixty WQAM. My and local. This is Sports Radio five sixty QAM. is dirty. Hi, welcome back to another fine installment of the Malafoucius uh, Mohammed and David show. We can uh, take your emails now. As soon as I can figure this, my stuck at a computer. 
phone click there, Mo. Click there. You shut your mouth. I'm computing over here. Now, leave me alone till I figure this thing out. Uh, you know, none of this would have been necessary if they didn't wedge me in between two non-sports shows. Uh, what's wrong with this piece of crap? They got a call over here, Mo. Yeah, what? Whoa! Why can't you access your email? I don't know. I click this, I click that, I put the thing in the thing. Whoa! Why is it incumbent on me to show you guys how to perform tasks on the computer? That's news, that Every day! You don't know how my life is falling apart. Uh, hey, pal, when I said wedge, I didn't mean the sandwich. Whoa! I don't associate with anyone associated with the tight smoker. Bob! Hey, look, look, look. We got an email. Whoa! You suck, girl. Bring back Rick and Sutter's. Who's Rick and Sutter's? Uh, they're nah, who needs those guys? I'm all anybody needs. Wait, wait. Here's another one. This one says, uh, Mo blows... Uh, bring back uh, Rick and Southern. Uh, 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 what happened? It crashed, Mo. Come on, God damn it! Work, you bastard! Stupid machine! Stupid, stupid bastard! Yeah, That'll show you. Dude, I heard you're having computer grief, so I thought... Hey, you're that bell kid, aren't you? Sure. I don't need your help. Get out of here, you bum! Okay, dude. If you don't want me to help you with the computer, guess that means I gotta rape you. Fat chance of punk like you. <laughs> Mom, dude. Thumbs on my privates. Get out of here. Dude, you got a boner. You wanna hold his legs, Gildy? Okay. Dude, yo, yo, yo. You're gonna rape Mo. <laughs> We're hopping in the time machine. Won't you come along and dream? No. Here's the golden vector from WQAM. Right now. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Oh. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock. We're gonna rock around ten o'clock tonight. Put your flat right show. Join me, hope. So ashamed of you, George. How could you leave that? I mean, the the modern rock and roll era. Well, not so modern, right. but I mean, you know, there was the uh, creator of it, the inventor, the founder. The, and of course, by accident, he had no idea what it was all about. He went over to Germany. I saw his biography also a few weeks ago, and he went over there, and they were like, Pan it was just the idea of rebellion. It was like uh, like today, you know, like the punks today with their rap music. It was the same thing. Not that they liked it all that much, but it was just like antisocial. And young right. male punks want to be antisocial. Then they noticed he had that spit curl, and they said, well, maybe not. The only other guy we ever saw with a spit curl like that was Johnny Depp in that movie, uh... Crybaby. Uh, Crybaby, which is on right now. Oh! No. 14. There you go. Take that, Cleo. Oh my God. Bill Haley. Now, here's a fact from Don in the Grove, who obviously is on the same acid that uh, my friend Dick at the track was on last night. It says, Fats Domino and Chubby Checker, you ponchophobes. Well, guess what? Fats Domino and Chubby Checker are alive and well, thank you, and aren't going to be on our poll. Here's one that says, How about Liberaki? He's still tinkling on the piano, man. Squirt, squirt. Last time we checked, him and his brother George. Yes. It's got that candelabra. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon 
wireless line on one of the greatest radio shows in the history of mankind. We had calls in from dead disc jockeys who called to honor us today saying this brought back some great memories. Here's West Palm Beach. West Palm Beach, hello. Neil. Relax, I was on the wrong line. I made a mistake. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, I got two for you. He gets all excited when I make a mistake. Yes. <clears throat> I'm thinking Bon Scott, ACDC, mm. Michael Hutchins, in excess. Really? Oh, yeah. Michael Hutchins from uh, I NXS? Him, but nevertheless. Too obscure for this crowd. Thanks a lot, pal. Thanks, bro. See ya. They're not going to get many votes. We love NXS. Yeah. Inks. Not... Five, six, seven. Oh, did he really? Well, he was we hung? don't know if it was on purpose. He might have been doing some autoerotic asphyxiation. I see. I see. One of those, One of those uh, Michael Skakel deals. Fell huh? off the chair. Up in the tree, he was uh, doing it. 99 votes for John Lennon, 81 for Jimi Hendrix. Frank Sinatra's got 70. We just can't, we can't get his ass out of the way. Jim Morrison, 54. Elvis, 48. Elvis is just consistently like right there in the middle of the pack. Come si, come sa. Menza, menza. Freddie Mercury, 40. Jim Croce, 39. Marvin Gaye, 29. Bob Marley, 26, man. And now it just changed again on me, which I can't stand that. Uh, Roy Orbison's got 26. Karen Carpenter, 19. I bet you if I played a little bit of Carpenter's, you know. After the break, not, not 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 a lot. I don't want to scare anybody away. But just a little, a couple of notes. Rainy day, you know, one of those. She just had that kind of like morbid sound, you know what I mean? I mean, I liked a lot of the music, like I said, if you're in the right mood, but there was kind of a morbid tone to her voice, kind of like she knew that she wasn't eating right. Do you know what I'm saying? She knew yeah. something was amiss, and then she kept thinking it might have been her brother Richard was amiss. 10 to 1 at 560 WQM. Hey, I'll tell you one thing. No matter who you're sleeping with or what you're sleeping with, what you got in the bed, it better be a good mattress. Because getting a good night's sleep night after night is so important to the way you feel and your whole outlook on life. You get up in the morning feeling great, it's going to be a great day even if you work here. So call this tool-free number, 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. They'll have you sleeping like a baby all year long, and they'll be there in no time at all. In fact, they might even be there the same day you call, if you like. They'll be there in any two-hour window that you choose, between like 1 and 3 and 2 and 4, when it's convenient for you when you're going to be home instead of sitting on your ass waiting all day and hoping somebody will show up. They have a 99% on-time record. You can't beat it with a stick. And they got only the best mattresses in the world, whichever you prefer. They have exactly the style you want, and the name brand, Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, they got them in every size and style. So whatever you're looking for, they got exactly that one in stock, just waiting to deliver right to your door in no time at all. So do what the smart folks here at QM have done, and then some who are not all that smart, too, like George and Miguel, and then, of course, the smart ones like yours truly. Call Dial-A-Mattress toll-free at 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, and start off the new year with a great new mattress for you and your back. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. You can't beat it with Fat Boy Shtick. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Welcome to Uncle Funny's. Tonight we're pleased to have the sidekick and foil of the Mo Howard David Show. So let's have a nice hand for Geldy. Hello there, sports fans. <laughs> hey, how about that Mo guy? What died on that guy's head? Huh? <laughs> oh, that's right, it's radio. But I gotta tell you, that Mo gets raped everywhere he goes. We went to a bar in Key West one night, and there were a lot of women in there that we didn't know were really men. And after they all raped Mo, I told them I liked their hair. 
It was nice to see a listening audience all in one place. Uh, you know, my doctor said, take your clothes off and face the window. And when I asked him why, he said, because I hate my neighbor. Uh, you look at this guy over here. What's the matter, pal? Ain't you having a good time, huh? Well, get your friend to tell you thanks. <laughs> hey, I just signed a big contract with General Motors. I bought a new car. Oh, wait, I've uh, just been handed a, a very important announcement here. A table three, your lights are on, and the kitchen is out of plan strips. Okay. Ah, uh, uh, take my wife, please. Uh, dynamite! Uh, I'm a wild and crazy guy. Looking good. <laughs> and dynamite, I said dynamite. Oh, yeah. I'll be here all week, that's Uncle Funny. So who'd you rather hear, Gildy or the Carpenters? That's tomorrow's pool, by the way. Come on, Karen, cheer up a little bit, please. Talking to myself and feeling old Sometimes I'd like to quit Nothing ever seems to fit Hanging around Nothing to do but frown Rainy days and Mondays always get me down. 1256 at 560 WQM. Poor Karen. Here's an excellent fax from Custom Design Trust in Pompano Beach. It says, uh, to Neil Rogers, now that you're a 60 plus old fart, we figured you could use a custom design trust. We built several for Mo. We'll be over to measure you right after the show. Also, why no Perry Como? <laughs> Speaking of old farts, while they're in Pompano Beach, what do you want? Well, I'll tell you, how many votes? Look at the vote total we got on here, Dan. I bet you at least, uh, some of them are real. 672 votes. Shocking. That's more than George gets in 10 weeks of polls. John Lennon, 99. Jimi Hendrix, 82. Keep your eye on that Jimi Hendrix number, by the way. That's just a word of the wise out there, and even the unwise. We got our eye on that, baby. Frank Sinatra, 70, as sad as that is. Jim Morrison, 64. He's moving on Frank. Elvis, 48. Still 48. Stuck there. Uh, Freddie Mercury, 43. How come we didn't put Frankie's Lyman on there? Because we don't want to. I mean, Dusty Springfield, will, you know, we'll, we'll give that to Boca Brian, but Frankie Lyman, no way. Coral Springs, hello. Coral Springs. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, no pun intended, but speaking of dead disc jockeys, uh, my wife went to a website for uh, Mikey, and a mystery picker responded to whatever she posted on there, if anybody wants to know. But uh, I got somebody that... You know, might not, you might not like, but might have a niche down here, Joey Ramon. Yeah. Yeah, he could have been on there. You're right. And then... Uh, I could take him or leave him, the Ramones. I know you don't like them, but, I mean, you know, there is a niche, possibly. Yeah. Um, and two things real quick. Uh, as much as I try, I can't listen to the morning show. And I say, uh, George and Suds for the summer, screw Rick. Okay. Thanks, Neil. Thanks. George and Suds, now there's a possibility. Let's, key, let's muscle Rick out of there. The Spick and Suds show. Because one thing we do know is Suds works real cheap. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. I'd like to add two to the list. Okay. If I could. Yes, sir. Uh, how about Sonny Bono? Man. Yeah. Okay, and um, my coworker here says Gene Vincent and the Blue Cats. 
Oh, Gene Vincent, beat Bapalula. Yeah. Capital Records. Okay, thank you, sir. You're not going to put either one on, but thank you anyway. Sonny Bono, I mean, come on. No, I no way. Just for Gene Vincent, though, be Bapalula, but that was his only hit. Am I right, Boca Brian? That was his only hit? I don't have time to look it up in a book. He says, yeah. He says, yes, sir. It was on Capitol Records. I remember, like, it was only yesterday. It was 100 years ago, and all the uh, people under 100 out there are saying, be Bapalula and Gene Vincent, what the hell that be, huh? What are you, some kind of an old fart to which I say, yes, yes I am, and proud of it, because look at all the music that I know that a lot of you people never heard of this stuff, which is a lot better than some of the crap they're talking about now. I don't want to mention Kurt Cobain. Oh, I'm sorry. How did it turn out so far? What's your all-time favorite dead recording artist? Favorite, we asked. Not necessarily the best. John Lennon, 101. Jimi Hendrix, 84. Suspect. Jim Morrison, 74. Frank Sinatra, 71. Jim Morrison has... He has lurched ahead of the uh, schmuck. Elvis, 48. Freddie Mercury, 43. Jim Croce, 34. Marvin Gaye's got 30. Beach Boys can't touch him, by the way. Roy Orbison, 27. Frank Zappa, 27. Bob Marley, 26. And Karen Carpenter. Let's hear it for Karen. Oh. Let's have a special brunch for Karen. Has got 19 votes. Bye, bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. It's Ron Ron Radio Network.